Undisputed here on FS1. We've got a great show for you today. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Good morning. Did, did we have to do on three-pointer? We have to do on three-pointer, though. Somebody's trying to change the subject. <laughs> I tried to warn you, you would not listen to me. The Clippers own the Lakers. The king of L.A. is Kawhi Stop Leonard. It. And I gave you a mercy three points yesterday. You begged, you groveled <laughs> for three points. And would they win by 18? 18, 15, 18, something like that. Uh, I think it was 18. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. With all this do. But I think once yeah. and for all, we proved yeah. who's the best player in L.A. Oh, really? We proved once and for all who that was. Who won? And, 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 who came to your restaurant late last night groveling, knocking on the door? Can, can I get a little, can I get a scrap? Okay, okay, so now whoever wins the game, that's the better quarter. That's how we do it. I, I think that's all you ever tell me. No, who won? No, 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 you. <laughs> you won? tell me Tom Brady. Yeah. Did, did Brady who not won? win the game? Yeah, well. But you saw what Goat did last night, right? I did see okay, what Goat okay, did. Let's okay. talk about it. <laughs> Let's show everybody at home, too, guys, because it was really a statement win for the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combining for 52 points last night. Clippers win 133-115 over the Lakers. LeBron, though, to your point, Shannon, 46 points, 8 boards, 7 assists in the loss. Shannon, I have a feeling you and Skip are going to have very different opinions on this one, but what's your biggest takeaway? Well, the Clippers have the better team, and their stars came out and played last night. Let's just say for the sake of argument, and that's what we're doing. We're arguing this morning, Skip. LeBron James canceled out their two stars. Paul George and Kawhi, LeBron canceled them. So now he's going to need somebody to go along with him like their auxiliary stars <laughs> came along with them. Mm. So he needs somebody to go give him a, a, a Norman Powell stat line, someone that's going to give him a Terrence Mann stat line, someone that's going to give him a, a, a Reggie Jackson stat line. So who is that? Now, you kept telling me LeBron James does have help. I said, Skip, are you telling me they're going to be consistent help? Mm. You're like, oh, yeah, Schroeder. Did you see what Schroeder did? Can you tell the people at home what Schroeder did last night? Mm. Can you tell the people at home how many shots LeBron took last night? He took 29. So 20, 29. So how many did he make? He, he took more than twice as many shots as any other Laker. With anybody making shots. Mm. Okay, he had... Well, he, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know because they didn't get shots. Okay, okay. Brown shot three, seven times. He was three of, he was three of seven. Mm -hmm. Dennis Schroeder shot nine times. He was three of nine. Yeah. Pat Beverly was one of eight. Russell Westbrook was four of 13. So, damn, how many shots you want to get him to, to shoot if they're missing? LeBron James was 16 of 29. Chicken nine or of 14. egg, which came first? No, no, just don't do that, Skip. See, now here's the thing. See what you done changed it? Mm. At first, you want to read, oh, LeBron James, he was one for seven. Shannon, that's too many threes. Mm. I noticed you ain't said nothing about no three-pointers last I, night. Do I get to talk? I, I, wait, 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 wait until I get to go. Now you talk about how many times did he shoot? He shot 29. Mm. How many shots did he make? Mm. Is 16 to 29, is that a good percentage? Mm -hmm. Is 9 of 14 from the three-point line, is that a good per mm. percentage? Were they if, ever in the game? Is that a good percentage? First of all, Skip, you keep saying there was no pressure. You like to use no pressure. He's LeBron effing James. Mm. He's always under pressure. Oh. He's always under scrutiny. Not in this game. Don't do that, Skip. Well, it, it got out of hand right away. I mean, they just got wiped up off the court. And, and, and wh <laughs> why was that? Shot out of their own building. 15 three-pointers mm -hmm. in the first half, right? Yep. Okay. Then they were down They were down by as much as 20. LeBron James catches fire, bangs them back to within 10. And? They took off again. Give, 
I'm not taking anything away. I'm not taking anything away. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to be dismissive. I, I haven't really no, spoken no, no, here. It, I, because, I, because every time I say, okay. you say, how many shots did he shoot? Okay. Well, how, were they ever in the game? It, it, there's no pressure. He's LeBron James. He's always under pressure. Great, yeah. pre, great players never get to run away from pressure. The pressure is always there for them. And LeBron James played really well last night. He just didn't have anybody to come along with him and help him. Yeah, it would have been great. If a TB could have gave him a, a performance like he gave against Portland, or Schroeder could have gave him a performance like he gave against Memphis, or what he had against Sacramento, but they didn't get that. That's not mm-hmm. to take anything away from the Clippers because the Clippers shot the ball extremely well. They shot 60% from the floor, mm-hmm. 50% from the three, and they crushed the Lakers on the board to, uh, and had the Lakers a minus 15 on yep. the glass. Yep. So with that being said, I'm not surprised that the game got out of hand like it did. The way they were throwing up threes, Skip, look, I'm not saying the Clippers are not a good shooting team, but Skip, everything they put up last night from three was going in. Yeah. I mean, and, and you could see the guys like, damn, damn, again? And there's, there's really nothing you can do. Like I said, uh, give the Clippers credit. Um, you see what they did uh, last night? They had 22 points in the fourth quarter on, in, in the paint points. That's the most they've had in the fourth quarter all season. Yep. The Clippers made more, rid- more mid-range shots than the Lakers even took. Mm. So that was the Clippers have the better team. We're not debating that. I don't think we ever debated that, especially with Anthony Davis being out. And last night it showed they flexed their muscles, they flexed their firepower, mm-hmm. and LeBron James was not enough. If you get LeBron James to cancel out two team, the team's two superstars, yep. his auxiliary players, his role players are going to have to match the opposing team's role players. And that didn't happen. Skip, they almost had four guys with 20-plus. Reggie Jackson had 19, and then Terrence Mann had 17. And then they got 46, 15, and 17. Mm. That's not enough. That's, that's, that, that won't get it done. That won't get it done. Give the, Clippers, give the Clippers credit. They played extremely well. But I'm not going to just minimize like, oh, that was a whole hum night from LeBron James mm. because that was very, very impressive. Okay, finally, it is my turn. LeBron James last night was astonishing. It was I think the best game he's played all year because he had a rare, and I underline the word rare, hot hand. He has been pathetic from three. You know it, and I know it. He came into the game ranked 153rd of 154 qualified three-point shooters at 28.6%, and he went crazy hot, as he is wont to do on occasion. It's, It's a staggering juxtaposition from how cold he can be to how hot he can be from three. I've never quite understood it because you would think he could sustain it a little better than he does. But he's capable, although that was his career high nine. Right. I mean, but that's just like off the charts. Right. That's his all-time yeah. three-point shooting game. I think game. he made eight the game he had yeah. 60, uh, 62. Yeah. Was it 61 against uh, the Hornets? The Hornets at Miami. Yes. Yes. I yes. watched yes. every dribble of that game. He goes nine of 14. And you would think, if I had told you sitting here 24 hours ago, LeBron's going to make nine out of 14 threes, you'd say, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yes. I'll go 5K. I'll go 10 <laughs> cases because it should have had that kind of impact. But it started a little late because they started hot. The Clippers did. They just took the game over yep. and, and basically never looked back. Right. It did get interesting down the stretch. I'll get to that in just a moment. But allow me, before I launch into this, to go bigger picture. Very early this morning, I got up at 2 a.m. here, L.A. time. It was about 2.05, and my whole house shook. And 
at first I thought Hazel had escaped and I, I sleep in a bedroom on, on weeknights by myself because I don't want to wake uh, Ernestine up. But I thought Hazel had escaped and was scratching at my door. And then I look around, I think, no, everything's shaking. Yeah. <laughs> We're having an earthquake. Yeah, yeah I, started to get up, I started to get up and tweet, but I said, the light's going to wake me up. I said, no, I'm going no, back to bed. No, I'm going back to bed because we did not have any, thank God, aftershocks. Right, I'm not going to wood here that I know of. But it and was, it wasn't like the one in 2019 where it okay, really rattled. Okay, what happened that night? It was July the 8th or something yeah, like yeah, that, something right? like, July yeah. the 8th, yeah. is that it? Uh, some, I, I forget what the date was, but it was July of 2019. <laughs> it was a Friday, Friday night. night, and the earth shook twice for me, once literally and it, once figuratively, yeah. because I glanced down at the computer, and I see a mock-up of Kawhi right. Leonard in a Clippers jersey, and I'm saying, what? Yeah. <laughs> because I was convinced by all the insiders, everybody was reporting Kawhi was going to LeBron. Right. Would that not have changed life and oh, history? Yeah. yeah. Because all of a sudden you would have had, you talk about a big three, you can't get a whole lot bigger than right. LeBron, AD, and Kawhi. Right. Yes. Well, would they just, they, they would have steamrolled. Yeah. I, I don't know. We would have been talking dynasty. Well, it, well I don't know, Skip. Is Kawhi going to no, be I don't here? know. I don't know. I, I never know. Yeah, I never know. Health, 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 yes. health, health. I got it. To your credit, to LeBron's credit, he did lead his team down to the bubble after they got almost two months off to get ready for the bubble at his advanced stage and age of his career. And he was ready. He was way readier than anybody else was in the bubble to get through it, to, mm -hmm. to sort of sort through it. And my man, Jared Dudley, what was his classic quote about the Clippers? Them boys didn't want to be in that bubble because right. they were mutinying, the wanting to go home, right. fracturing. And LeBron, to his credit, he led his team through the nights. And there were many, many long nights. And I kept thinking, we're on a collision course here, Lakers versus Clippers. And we weren't we because Denver came back from three to what? one down yep. to the Clippers and humiliated them and cost Doc Rivers his job. Correct. correct? Yep. And LeBron and company went on to beat the Heat in the finals. God bless them, and they won a bubblicious championship. I believe it deserves a small asterisk. You don't. But the point is, life changed on that earthquake night, and then we saw again last night that Ty Lue, as Clippers coach, is now 10-0 and against the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Ty Lue, with whom LeBron won a championship coming back from 3-1 to against Golden State, mm -hmm. is 10-0? and You're kidding me. And against LeBron, he is 7-0 and as the Clippers coach. Yes. Okay, so here we go. Le LeBron had a night of nights, but the Clippers are so deep and so talented, it didn't have enough impact on the scoreboard. I have seen at this advanced stage of LeBron's career that even his salvos don't have quite as much impact, as you always tell me about Tom Brady, right. as they used to. Somehow it it, it doesn't translate on the scoreboard the way it used to because th there had been days when, when his 20s when he would have this kind of game and then he'd pile up rebounds and assists and somehow it, it impacted right. harder the game. What a thing, they, they couldn't get any stops. Yeah, yeah, he was hitting threes, but they were coming back and getting twos. And Skip, you, I knew last night is that when uh, – um, who was that? I think Paul George got caught up in the air, and he bounced the ball off the shoulder of Zubox, yeah, and did. it goes to Terrence Mann for yeah, a dunk. What, what up? What? Okay. <laughs> you can argue it was their night, but where's their night? They're a very good three-point yes. shooting team because they've led the league a couple of times, and the, the, the Lakers are a terrible three-point yes. shooting team. Well, what if I told you going in yesterday 
that the Lakers would shoot 40% from three, you'd say, ah, we got this, right? Because 16 of 40 is nothing to sneeze at, most of that from LeBron, but 16 of 40? Unfortunately, the other team hit 19 of 38. Well, it's hard to beat that. Well, when you make 15 in the first half, Okay, It's just hard. And and even the final score, it's plus three from three. Well, guess what? That's three times three. That's nine points just from that that right there. And then look at the rebounds. Help me out here. You're minus 15. I'm seeing 47 to 32 in favor of the Clippers. It's hard to overcome that. Last night, the the Lakers actually played, to to me, overall, their best game of the year all all around on offense thanks to LeBron. But look at the turnovers. They only turned it over six times last night. They've done a great job of of taking care of basketball. They've they've cleaned up their ass because – I'm looking here, and I'm, I'm like, wait a second. LeBron had zero turnovers because his usage rate, I forgot to check it. I'll, I'll check it a little later. Yeah. But, but it had to be like 60%, 70% of the night. But he never turned it over. That'll work, yeah. right? And how about Russell Westbrook? He turned it over only two times. For him, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah, shockingly yeah. great. They only right? have six turnovers a team. Okay, six turnovers. That'll work because Russ usually has six turnovers <laughs> in the <laughs> second quarter, right? Or at least by himself. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so in the big picture, I picked the Clippers to win it all because of that that kind of game last night. But you keep asking me the question, are they going to be healthy? I don't know. But when they are, they are really good. I think they're the best team in the West. You can argue Denver. Yoke had another good game last night, albeit against no Zion and no B.I., as Jen will attest. But, again, do I think the Clippers are better than Denver? I do, yeah. just because of the depth. Skip, we talked about this. I mean, think about what it took for it took for a forty-eight, a forty-eight, eight, forty-eight, nine performance just to beat the Rockets. It's taking 47, 10, and 9 to beat the Hawks. It's taking 43, whatever, whatever, to yeah. beat the Hornets. I, it's take, it. I, mean, it's, I mean, just think if, if LeBron didn't go bonkers. This is a 40-point loss. If LeBron James doesn't do what he did, Skip, he had 28 in the second half. 13 in the third, 15 in the fourth, and it's still, they still lost by 18. Okay, but I will give him this. 11 games since he turned 38 years of age on it's, December 30th. It's, it's uh, 11 games, he's 36 a game, 10 rebounds a game, 8 assists. I can't make that up. That That's like Hollywood numbers. Right. Where I, it, it, only in Hollywood could you do that, but, but he's actually doing it in real on life. the basketball <laughs> yeah. court, right? 38, 10, and 8. He's 53% from the floor. He's now cranked it up to 33%. You saw that. I told you. Okay. I told All you right. this amount of time. Right. Okay, that's for the year. So, I, I'm sorry. That's, I'm sorry. That's for the stretch. stretch. For, for the year, he's up to 30.7%. So, he creeped back up. He still ranks 149 of 151 qualified because he he passed Russ last night. Finally, he, yeah. he edged past Russ. Oh, the Spurs, okay. we're going to drop another performance okay. like that on the Spurs well, You tonight. should because you're six-and-a-half-point six favorite. No, I'm talking about from the three. I ain't talking oh, about from oh, the three. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. to win the game. Yeah, no, I we'll, hope you win the game. We're going to win the game. We'll All right. Game. Okay, so speaking of – and by the way, they're seven and four since his birthday. So the, Not bad. It's decent. It's but they decent. had a couple of they, – they should be better. I, they lost a couple that they should have won. I got it. And you can argue the other way also that they stole one against Memphis. I I still don't know how they did that. All right, so what happened last night? This was curious to me because I thought Darvin Ham folded his tent a little prematurely. Okay, so let's see what happened down the stretch because with 646 left, if we could see this shot, LeBron made what what ended up being his final of his nine threes. But there's 646 left in the game. And guess what this cut it to? It cut it to 10 points. It was 113 to 103. There he just stood up on Zoo and said, you're going to give me this? Okay, thank you. I'll shoot a, a free throw here. That's, he shot that like it was a free throw. 
and ripped it clean. And all of a sudden, I'm looking up and saying, wait a second, this is a 10-point game. No, I thought, I thought okay. we were going to make a move. Okay. Did, what did. did they do against Portland? Uh, they, they just roared back, yeah. and they kept roaring all the way right. home until they just dominated at the end of the game. Right. Do you remember the game at Philadelphia? Can I remind you of that one? Do you remember yep. it was back on December 9th? They were down 16 with four minutes left. Right. This is at Philly with AD, but down 16 with four minutes left. They were down nine with 35 seconds left right. in the game, and AD winds up at the free throw line shooting to win, win the, game. the game. Yep. Help me out. Right. Like I, I just gave you two. Right. That's against the team I picked right. to win the East, right. okay? Was that not sensational? Yeah. Do they not have that sort of comeback gene in right. them? With, haven't they flashed it again and yes. again and again? Okay, so now it's a 13-point game, and then – what happens next? Paul George missed a three. They got the offensive rebound, and Reggie Jackson missed a three. And I'm thinking, uh-oh, they've gone cold. Here come the Lakers. And with six minutes left, LeBron drives it. And this could have been a foul. You could have called this yeah. if we could see it. But he can't get it to fall. This is to cut it to eight right here with six minutes left. Cut it to eight. That's a foul. Okay. He gets banged and hammered. And I don't – I thought they would call it just on the momentum of the crowd – you could certainly call it. Remember, it's a Laker home game. Yeah. The Laker crowd is going, going purple crazy. and They're going, going crazy. crazy. They're they are raising the roof because it feels like the Clippers are in dire straits yes. at this point. Okay? So then after that miss, now we've got the Kawhi steal. He had two steals down the stretch. This yeah. one's kind of ugly, but he gets a, a sort of a layup and one if we could see Oh, this, this. one from Schroeder, yeah. Okay, he steals it, and he steals it, and he steals it, and then he, he really stole it twice. Bounce it, Schroeder. Yeah, okay. And there it goes, okay. And then they foul him from behind, and he makes the free throw. And all of a sudden, that, that bumps it back up to 13 right, right there. Okay, then with 543 left, we got that play. 543 left, LeBron has a chance to cut it back, back to, to 10, 10 again, and that's his final three-point attempt, and he left it short. Okay, I got to believe at that point he's running low on gas, yeah. right? Well, you know, Skip, uh, uh, he didn't play but 30, 33 minutes. Okay. So, And I, and I, I think the reason why um, D. Ham cut it short, Skip, he's like, we got a back-to-back. Okay. So Reggie Jackson, then he goes down and drains a rainbow three. Yeah. And then Kawhi steals another one and just dunks, dunks it. it. And now it goes back to 18. But with 5.07 left, it's still a lot of time yeah. for this team. Yeah. 5.07 I left. Thought, I thought he cut it short, too. Darvin uh, Ham said. At least three. Darvin Ham said, I'm done. I, I give up. Right. They have a game tonight, back-to-back. And so I guess he's looking to, I want to make sure we can beat the Spurs. I need LeBron to play. He's been playing back-to-back. Well, AD is going to play. AD is okay, coming. I know. This, this is supposed to be his return. That's reported. Yeah. I don't know if we can trust that, but I, I'm going to assume he will play. Trust it. Okay. On AD minutes player. restriction, right? Yeah. Okay. Six-and-a-half-point favorite over the Spurs, who have the second-worst record in the West. You should win this game. But, but again – Man, I'm thinking with 5:07 left, even yeah. 18 for this team. I, I'm not right. I, 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 I would let him ride another two minutes. Yeah, I'd let see him ride another happens. two minutes. Let's see if we can get. Let's see if we can get a couple of baskets, get a couple of defensive stops. See if we can cut it back down to 10 again. Yeah. Because um, skip with the three pointer. You're not because that's why you see these teams coming back. That's why the Lakers were able to come back from 25 down at the half. You see these teams, they'd be down 15, 17 points to start of the fourth quarter and come back because of that three ball. Okay. You miss a couple of shots and they hit a couple of threes. All right, I got it. Speaking of Schroeder, he has become a closer for them. And I know he had a quiet night of three for nine, but this was Schroeder time to me. This is when all of a sudden against Memphis, he just 
takes over the game. Right. Well, what if what if he'd come down and made a couple of threes and stolen a couple of balls? Yeah, he didn't have a three ball going. Okay. Pat Bell definitely did. But I think the skip here's the thing. When you play those three guards, that's what you then you're gonna get out, out rebounded by 15. You got think about it, you got Pat Bell, you got Schroeder, and you got Troy Brown, who's a big guard, but he's really a guard. Yep. They're playing him, they're playing him at the at the small forward playing yep. LeBron at the power. Yeah. But he's really a guard. So you're gonna get crushed. And so now you got Pat Bell trying to do something with with Kawhi. Come on. The, the, he, he just can't. He can't. Listen, he's just too listen. small. Kawhi it, is is a man's man. Right. On the basketball court, he plays strong. He's not as strong as LeBron no. playing bully ball. No. But, but he can bounce you off right. for those little eight-foot right. jumpers. Right. And Pat Bev's got no chance. And then you got – and who are you going to push? I mean, Paul George. Paul George got it going last night. I mean, he's silky smooth. He get, That shot starts to fall in. He had a, a, a tough one. with uh, The shot clock was he running did. down on Schroeder skill. did. And, but that's like you're too small. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's looking at it like, bro, come on now. You know yeah. you're Seriously, they both had nine rebounds each, Kawhi and Paul George. Right. And that's where you got hurt yes. on the backboard. Yes. You just can't contend yeah, with because, it. Because, Skip, you know, I mean, come on. You're asking Schroeder. Schroeder had what? Had two rebounds. Pat Bell had two rebounds. Come on, man. I mean, they got, you say you got, they, got, they got nine between – they got 18 between Kawhi and PG. And then you get – Terrence, uh, Zubas, was, Zubas didn't have a no big game. I mean, no. Mars didn't really play a whole lot. He got but, hurt, actually, but go ahead. But it's, yep. Look, okay. Give big, the Clippers credit. Big picture. We're going to talk about this in depth in a few minutes here on the show, but Pat Riley said in an ESPN interview that, hey, with AD back, he gives LeBron and company a real shot to he win does? it all this year. Right. Okay, so here we go. I, I think it starts tonight. Can they take shape? As a contending basketball well, team. Well, this road trip is going to tell you a lot because okay. they're on the road what, what, for the next What are they now? 22 and 26. But, well, they probably 26. need to – I think they come back home next Tuesday against OKC Skip. Yep. They need to be at least no worse than one game under 500. They need, they need, they need to uh, win tonight. I think they got Boston. I think they got New York. Yeah. I forget who else they got. But, Skip, they need, they need to go – they need to probably go 3-1, and one, maybe 4-0 and oh on this road trip. OKC and come, is no joke. No, they're anymore. not. And then because no. you come home to OKC and then yep. you got uh, a Milwaukee that Thursday. Oof. Okay. Now we find out. You find out you, but, but you already find out what, what you already knew. You. What old goat is. Yeah. Go do it. Average at 30. Goat's team is 22 and 26. But is he playing? But no, 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 no. playing like ridiculously great. Ridiculously. I've never seen anything like it before. And they're 22 and 26. Congratulations. Just imagine if he wasn't playing out his mind. They might not have won but two games. I love Diet Mountain Dew. It's the breakfast champion. The nectar of the gods. I'm going to get it back. I get it back. You always say that. I'm going to get it back. You say you gloating over there? I am. You say you gloating? I got Kawhi and you got LeBron. But let me ask you, but when on Monday, was I gloating when the Cowboys lost? I wasn't gloating. Yeah, you did. You tried, but I was hurt. No, you're like, go ahead and get a little pour it on. Yeah. I, deserve, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I know you hurting right now. I'm not a type of guy that was somebody hurting. I try to hurt him more. The theme song of this show is No Mercy. <laughs> oh, oh, I already know. Uh, if that had the shoe been on the other foot, yeah. oh, I already know how you would have been. <laughs> You'd have been totally insufferable. I already uh, know. <laughs> See? No, I go easy. I think no, we're you don't. all no, you a don't. little worried about Skip's mental state on Monday. Yeah, I'm glad that show's over. All right, guys. These two teams will have a rematch on April 5th. We'll see how much progress the Lakers I'll can be make. There. I'm going to be there for that one. I'm going to be there for that one. You'll be there. Ooh. Just be careful. Fireworks. All right, gentlemen. You go. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Is he making yeah. oh, his case goodness. for the team to trade him? Plus, the betting lines are moving. How did the Bengals suddenly become road favorites versus your Chiefs, Shannon? That and more coming up next.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride-or-dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show, Aaron Rodgers says if he decides to play next season, yep, there's going to have to be some adjustments, quote unquote, when it comes to his own contract. Rodgers is nearly $60 million guaranteed next season, cap hit of $31.5 million. That is some big dollar signs. Shannon, what does this admission from Aaron Rodgers tell you? Nothing to me. Aaron Rodgers is selfish, <clears throat> and uh, I just wish he stops talking. He's trying to skip. Look, I don't really know what Green Bay is going to do. That's their decision. But at some point in time, they're going to have to cut bait. Um, this notion that everybody's out to get him because he didn't get COVID. Skip, I want to be crystal clear. I could care. He didn't get vaccinated. That he getting vaccinated. Yeah. I, I want to be crystal clear. Yeah. I could care less that he didn't get the vaccine. <clears throat> Would I have loved everyone to get it? Because I was tired of wearing a mask. I was masked. I was tired of being basically in prison in my own home. That being said, he didn't even have to offer me an explanation. But don't lie. Yeah. He says, I'm not getting vaccine. I don't want that. I don't want it in my body. And that's my stance. Okay. But don't lie and says I'm immunized. Lead people to believe that you have been vaccinated. Just own that. Cole Beasley just said no. No. Yep. A lot of other uh, 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 cousins said he, no. He said no. I'm cool with that. Yep. Now back to this. He keeps talking about, and Gronk said, and you know, I was, Skip, when we talked about I said, Skip, when I'm listening to him talk to Pat McAfee, I heard he ain't mentioned nothing about no championship, no Super Bowls. He mentioned MVPs. And then Gronk mentioned it, and then a lot of publications took off on it. So he responded to Gronk. Everybody wants, you know, everybody, every, everybody that plays the game wants to be MVP. Yeah, you want to win a championship, but you want to go down in history on a championship football team. But everybody wants to win the MVP, too. Any sport, you want to be recognized as the best of the best. Bruh, you've been recognized as the best of the best four times. And three of those times, a lot of those times, you look bad. You look downright awful. I guarantee you, you winning another MVP will not change the perception of you like a championship would. 
You made it, Chris Kemp. You look at it like, hold on, here the guy that's been back-to-back and has won four MVPs twice, back-to-back, and then another gap, and back-to-back again. And what does he have for to have the show for that in that time frame? Nothing. Mm-mm. So for me, you would think everything I'm focused on, man, I got enough MVPs. I got enough of these individuals award. Let me try to change the perception. Nothing changes the perception in a team sport like a team award. You've got MVPs regular seasons. So he's like, okay, they got to do, they got to redo my contract. Yeah, I'm open to that. To do what? So you can come back and claim again about next year, about I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. There's a lot going on. You know, I've earned the right to take as much time as I want. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about getting a puppy, and I'm going to watch the dog grow up, and I'm going to put him in my pickup. Skip, it's always something with him. it is. It's always something. And at some point in time, Green Bay, and he talked about, Skip, I'm going to turn it over to you. Oh, I embrace the role of being the villain. People don't think you're a villain. People think you're a backside hole because of the way you conduct yourself. That's what people think. People don't think you're a villain. Mm. They don't. Because that's not who you are. You try to pretend that, like, oh, I don't care. You come out smug and cavalier and condescending. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's not what people think of you. Mm-hmm. They think of you as something else because of the way you conduct yourself. Not because of you, you've taken this adversarial role that you're one of these comic book, those superheroes, you know, you got a villain. And you got to, Every hero has to have a villain to, uh, to fight. Well, well who's, the, who's the villain? Who's the hero in Green Bay? Oh, you try to say, uh, is, it, is it the organization? They're the heroes, and you're the I mean, I'm just trying to figure out where the hero that you're battling. Okay. If you're the villain. He just, he just, I don't know, he just irks me. He just makes my skin crawl because he just, he's just selfish. He he's is. just flat out just selfish. Nobody agrees with you any more than this side of the table agrees with every word you just spat out on the table. But I am about to maybe for the first time ever, give Aaron Rodgers a small compliment. I'm going to remind you, I've been saying these things about Aaron Rodgers for the last 15 (laughs) years on national television. He used to fire back at me, and I think he finally got proven so wrong, he stopped. But I have said for at least 15 years, he is the all-time blame-deflecting, finger-pointing diva in the history of this league. I've never seen anything quite like him. And he can't back it up in the playoffs to the point that you finally forgive and forget for what he is. Because you can't forgive and forget now because he keeps having the number one seed in the playoffs and blowing it at home. And then he had the equivalent of a playoff game against Detroit to finish the year at home when they were hot. And he lost that. So he's effectively lost three straight times at home in quote-unquote playoff games. And so in back-to-back years, he's the MVP, got the one seed, and gets bounced. Bounced at home. By Brady AFC, I mean, uh, NFC Championship game, and by Jimmy G in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Okay. Given that stance, given what he is, given that he's a backside hole, whatever you <laughs> called him, given all that, I got to tell you, I was shocked that he went so far yesterday as to say, yeah, I'll, I'm just putting words in, I'm paraphrasing how he said it, but I'll rework my deal. I'll take a little less money. I'll move it around. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take less, less money. Now. Yeah. I know, but, but he's going to push it to the backside. Right. I'll do that because that's what I need to do. That's what he was telling you. He actually came across as he looked in the mirror and decided, maybe I should accept a little bit of blame here. Maybe I should accept some of the fault for what's not happening in Green Bay. How about this, Skip? 
How about you a day late and a dollar short? Okay. That's what you should have did last year okay. you when can, you could have possibly kept right. Devontae. Right. You're exactly right. But it was some sort of concession and confession on his part. It, it was a bet- almost between the lines admission. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that guy anymore. <laughs> it's time for me to, to pay a little freight over here. Again, I'm not saying he's taken fewer dollars, right. but, it, but you know how it happens. You just move them around. Right. You don't get as much up front. Right. I can tell right. you that. Right. Because right now he's full on guaranteed. We're looking at a hundred million bucks over the next he's two years. He's guaranteed fifty nine point four six five million if he plays in twenty twenty three. Okay. So he is saying whatever happens, and he won't go there. Whatever's supposed to happen, because he said, "I'm not. I haven't decided yet." His his line was, which I despised. He said, "I'd love to finish there," and meaning in Green Bay, I would. I might have finished there already. Who knows? So he's still dangling the retirement. Thank you. Thank you. He's still holding everybody hostage. I don't know what I'm going to do. And he wants Packer Nation to grovel and genuflect and get down on some knees. Please don't retire. Please don't retire. Most teams, most players, when they talk, they talk in terms, yeah, I would like to finish in Denver. I would like to finish in New England. I would like to finish in Baltimore. Oh, I would finish there. Who knows? I might have already played my last game there. Yeah, I don't know, Skip. Okay, I got it. I'm going to throw out my, my maybe cockeyed theory that I threw out yesterday, but I am so done with Dak Prescott that I told you it still works for me. You can say I'm playing fantasy football. (laughs) You can say I'm still raw from my defeat on Sunday night, and I am. But I would right now go forward with two years of Aaron Rodgers over Dak Prescott, and you could do that deal. You could just go swap for swap because the deals match up, especially if he would reconfigure his deal a little bit. But here's the thing, though, Skip. You're under the notion that Green Green Bay wants that. I know. I agree. (laughs) But I'm saying – Look, all I got is my our guy Wayne, yeah. and he would take Dak for Aaron Rodgers because you know how done he is with Aaron. Right. I think there are a whole lot of people up there who are done with Aaron Rodgers, a yeah. whole lot. And I think it goes all the way to top of management. They are done, and they're trying to see their way out of it right. PR-wise because it's hard to trade a guy who just t- two years ago was back-to-back MVP. Right. It's hard. You, well, you've been, well, it, you, he's held you hostage for, for he, a long time. He has, but you don't have anything to show for those excellent seasons. Okay, he says the MVP signifies that you're the best of the best. Okay, he's the best in the league. And what do I have to show for that? Okay, Scott? what do I have to show for Dak? I, I don't have anything but to show. Thing, I know, but, I got it. But, I, I got but you, it. But if, if you stop living this fantasy, thinking okay. Dak is more than what he is. <laughs> okay, but it's he's not bad. No. And, and is he better right now? Then Jordan Love, I mean, for, for what we know, right. sure he is, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, we just know. I, I see the flashes of Jordan Love, but I don't know. Right. And I don't think they know for sure, right? right? How can you know? Right. I know what Dak can do. They just went 12 and 5 back to back. Now, he wasn't always healthy through that stretch, right. but, but 12 and 5 is 12 and 5. You, you know, and I know. He can be edge of – you've given Dak edge of top ten. Yes. I'm just done with him on the highest level where I, I just feel like he just hit his head on the ceiling again, and it's it's the divisional round. Right. What is he now? 0-4 in the divisional right. round. Okay, well, that's it. That's who he is and who he's not. Right. Okay? If Green Bay wants to go forward with a couple of years of Dak, be my guest. I would go forward. I, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. In fact, I despise him off the field. But as you told me from day one on this show, yeah. seven now, it's almost seven years ago, seven yeah. football, football seasons. Season. Yeah. 
You, you said he's transcendent thrower of the football. He, he is. He just he's is. Absolutely. I mean, no one off-platform has ever been any better at mm -mm. spinning the football than nope. Aaron Rodgers. Nope. So I'm thinking nope. th just the way Peyton had that late career change of scenery and recommitment, could, could I get that out of Aaron for two years as my Cowboy quarterback? He's going to be 39 and 40 years of age. Yeah, maybe. I'll take it. I'll take it over Dak as we go find the kid quarterback who becomes our future. We, you got to go find somebody. You got to start grooming him. Aaron Rodgers and Jerry Jones. Okay. You think that dynamic? I don't work? know. I I don't know because Aaron would enjoy being the quarterback of America's team because he he loves that sort of spotlight. He's bigger than America's team yeah. in okay. his mind. Well, maybe he is, but but again, it would be a stage in his mind. Okay, <laughs> but but he has killed us every yeah. time. He's eight and two against his lifetime and two and zero oh in the playoffs. Right. And I'm thinking. Maybe he wouldn't kill us if he were our quarterback, right. the way the other quarterback, the current one, has killed us in too many Man, big games. Man, y'all stuck with that. Okay, well, you want us to be stuck with that. I don't, you, you're the one that signed okay, him to a four-year deal. I didn't do it. I fought against it. I said, go get Brady for two years. You I said it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I, I, okay? I, I, I some, never saw that happen. It, but at some point, if you're Jerry Jones, you got to think way outside the box because you're boxed in. Look at their salary cap right now. They're strapped, man. Yeah. You talk about having to redo some contracts. Well, they're going to have to redo a lot of contracts because Trayvon Diggs wants some money. Uh, they, and and CD Lamb wants some money. They're all coming due. They're all coming due. <laughs> and, and they're getting older in the offensive line, and it's pretty good. I don't know if it's great. Like, you kept raving about Zach Martin, and then I'm, I'm like, I don't know. He's still, I, he's still he's the best still, guard in okay, football. I hope so. He, he, I, he, I is, hope he so. is. He is. I'm, I'm he not sure dude. about Tyron Smith, but he got thrown back in the wrong position. Well, yeah, but I, I thought he did a good job against okay. Nick Bosa. All right. He, they did pretty well. Yeah. They did pretty well, but the quarterback has to just make a couple throws, and we might be having a different Just don't throw it to the other team. Okay. You got it. Or hit a couple <laughs> of wide-open receivers who are running behind the defense, uh, and no. we got a different conversation going. No. You want me to be stuck with him, and I would rather be stuck with Aaron for two years if – I'm just trying to find some way out of this for both sides, and that would be one way you could do it. It would work, especially if he's going to redo some of his money and is showing a little bit of humility, dare I say, just a touch of blame. You believe anything this man comes out of his no, mouth? No, okay. I, I don't. But, but I do think, listen, they got hot this year. All, when, when we least, they were 4-8. and eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And all and you of a sudden. And you couldn't keep a camera at his face. And the moment they lose to Detroit, what? He's shoving cameras, shoving cameras to the ground. Okay. What, what else yeah. is new? Right? <laughs> but, but they got all the way to Detroit, and you thought they were going to beat Detroit and forge right into the playoffs. Yeah. And, and he scares people because he still can throw Oh, it. he can still spin the ball. Yeah, okay. But you, you keep telling you said about these concessions that he's willing to make, Skip. It's kind of like you, you cop to a plea deal. Uh, I do 10 okay. years as opposed right. to 30 years. Okay, you but, got no choice. Okay, but he didn't stand up on a soapbox and say, I am still innocent. He said, no, I'm a little complicit here. Mm -hmm. Okay, I give him that. He's I like, was amazed by that. I ain't going to give you no money back. I'll let you move it to another year, but I will, I will still get my money. <laughs> okay. That man, Skip, who thinks this man is walking away from $60 million? I want to know who in their right mind yep. think Aaron Rodgers is walking away from $60, 60 million. Not you got I. billionaires that don't turn down deals for $60 million. No. <laughs> he had a funny line later in the conversation. He said, talking about the, the old cliche about the grass is always greener, and he said to me, the grass is green where you water the grass. So he's saying, you, if you water my grass in Green Bay, I'll be there. And yeah. if you water it Dallas or wherever else, I'll I'll go there. You water my well, grass. Money is green. Yeah. And he got a lot of it coming. He wherever wherever, Where, wherever he it is, yeah. that is correct. I agree.
Huge yeah. payday for him on track, that's for sure. All right, guys, I need you to explain this moving line for me on this Chiefs-Bengals game. Kansas City, they were one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals initially, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. We talked about that Monday. Now, though, that line has shifted to the Bengals. Cincy finds themselves as one-and-a-half-point favorites, despite being the road team. Shannon, does this line movement have more to do with your guy, Patrick Mahomes, or the way the Bengals dominated the Bills? Everybody knows what it has to do with. A line does not move because of what one team looks good and the other team looks bad. Only an injury can swing the pendulum like this. Now, okay, they dominated. Even though they dominated, the line had been set. Some had the line as much as two and a half in Kansas City's favor. And the next day, you know, the money starts going in on, Ken- uh, on Cincinnati, the injury, and it flips. So you get a three to a four-point swing. Did the Bills and, and the Bengals play again? Did the Bengals, did Cincinnati, did they play a game that we didn't know about and they beat them by 25, they beat them by 30 this time? Other than that, we know why. Patrick Mahomes' quarterbacks move the needle. Star players move the needles. Well, you have two of the biggest stars. I just saw the honors thing uh, for the MVP candidate, Skip. Joe Burrow is one. Patrick Mahomes is the other. Now, obviously, Justin Jefferson, Josh Allen, a few more guys, and Jalen Hurts. Yep. But I'm saying... Those two guys happen to be in this game. Yep. So they're going to sm- swing the pendulum one way or another. And that's what it has to do with. It has to do with the injury to Patrick Mahomes. And, it, and, and the betters are like, hold on, wait a minute. I saw Patrick Mahomes hobbling around out there. I saw him lead the game for at least 10 minutes, go in at halftime and come back out, ankle heavily taped, hobbling. And y'all talk about Kansas City's favorite? Oh, no, let me go get this money on Cincinnati. Mm. And the money started flowing in on Cincinnati, and it swung it. I'm not talking about skip to a, a one point. I'm not talking about to a pick em. Now, all of a sudden, Cincinnati is favored by one and a half. It's all because of Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury. That's the only reason the line is going to move that much. Not because one team dominated and the other team has looked shaky. Injury moves the needle. The problem is this is an unanswerable question because there's no way for us to know exactly. But I believe Joe Burrow has more to do with this than you're giving him credit but for. But Skip, hold on. They set the line at the, at the Cincinnati had dominated Buffalo. So what? Did they play another game? No, people just started saying, wait a second. Cincinnati just destroyed the preseason favorite to win it all. At Buffalo, destroyed them, took them apart from the opening drive and never looked back in Buffalo weather, in the snow, up there in western New York. They just did a number on the Bills. And speaking of betting Bills on games, some people, I believe, started to say, time out. Let me look a little harder here. Oh, wait, Joe Burrow has beaten him all three times and outplayed him all three times. And he's eight touchdowns to one interception against Kansas City. And Patrick's been good. He's been very good. But he hasn't been Joe Burrow. Can I ask you this? Name the time that Patrick Mahomes is healthy and he's faced Joe Burrow and he's been the underdog. Name the time in the three previous meetings in which he's been healthy, Joe Burrow's been favored. Okay, but Cincinnati continues to be an underdog wherever it goes. People, people haven't bought in completely to Cincinnati until what they did at Buffalo. And I think they're starting to say – Time out, they're legit. If Patrick Mahomes was 100% healthy, mm-hmm. 
and the line opened at two and a half, do you believe it would have swung to one and a half in Cincinnati favor without no, the injury to Patrick Mahomes? I, I believe it would have swung some. It may not have gone to one and a half, but it might be a pick'em line right now, and you're supposed to get three for home field. No way. No okay. way is that line because going to pick if, them. If, in fact, you give three for home field, the opening line didn't quite half. value Kansas City right. as a real favorite at home because it should have been three to start with. Okay, so I, I think people even look back at last year. How did that happen? Well, it comes down to overtime. If, if we could see what happened, and, and Patrick, they won the toss in overtime. Yeah. Patrick won the toss, and he goes incomplete, incomplete, and then it's a third and ten play from the 25, and he throws a deeper ball to Tyreek that gets tipped to Von Bell, and he returns it. It wasn't a terrible throw, but it was a good defensive good, play. Good, great defensive yeah. play. Is it Jesse Bates on that play? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, and, and tips it to Von Bell, and he returns it five or six yards, and then here comes Joe Burrow. And he hit T. Higgins for eight, and then he hit T. Higgins for nine. Joe Mixon had a couple of runs. Right. And all of a sudden you look up, uh, guess what? They've got a fairly short field goal. I think it was 31 yards to win the game and yep. go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So Chiefs win the toss at home in overtime, and you know how that usually goes pretty well mm-hmm. for the home team, yep. and it didn't go well. So people are starting to say, wait, body of work. Joe Burrow is arriving right before your very eyes. They saw all of that last year, and still the betters, the betting line was favored to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the injury and then the, bet, the, the betting public starts putting the money. They're like, hold on. I saw Patrick Mahomes limping. Now, I don't know what y'all was thinking, but I saw Patrick Mahomes limping. And I see a fully healthy, very, very dangerous Cincinnati Bengals team. Nah, y'all ain't finna get me with this one. I'm putting my money. I'm putting whatever money I'm betting, I'm putting it on Cincinnati. Okay. Is that – are you speaking for yourself? No, no, no. no I'm, okay. saying, I'm saying that's yeah, what okay. the betting public is saying. No, okay. no, no. All right. So you still think Mahomes is going to be able to, on one leg, beat this team? No. I thought it was going to be an uphill battle on both healthy legs. Okay. I think, I think Cincinnati has the overall better team. I think they have – I think the quarterback, I'm going Mahomes. Tight end, obviously, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, 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 Kels. Pretty good. Chris Jones. Those are the three positions. I mean, you know, maybe a couple offensive linemen, but oh, a totality skill. Mm-hmm. When you talk about wide receivers, you talk about running back. You talk about the DBs. You talk about linebackers and D line. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I give the nod to Andy, calling the plays. But well, you're starting to pile up a lot of pluses on one side. No, I'm saying, yeah. but you, I, I was talking. I'm talking about a team. Just like when we went down, remember Kansas City played uh, 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 Tampa in the Super Bowl. I mean, they had like Tyreek was rated high, Mahomes was number one in Kelsey, but then like the next 15 players was Tampa, 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 Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> you look at these, grade them off. I guarantee you, Cincinnati have more top 15 players than Kansas City. Mm. So is it fair to say that if Patrick can't get outside the pocket, that it really restricts him as a quarterback? Yeah. Okay. This is why I take Joe Burrow slightly over Patrick because Joe Burrow can beat you both ways. He'll get outside and right. hurt you, but he doesn't want to get outside and hurt you. He wants to stand in there and pick you to pieces by speed reading. I'll, he's more out of the Brady mode. But, but let's do Peyton, the Peyton right. mode. I know as, as Brian Callahan, his coordinator, was talking yesterday, he, he's evolving toward Peyton because, as you know, Peyton would have the answer before the ball was snapped. <laughs> yeah. He would just read it decipher it and go with the, the genius vision yeah. of 
He's going to be open before anybody's going to be open, right. and I'm going to throw it to right. him before you can get right. it to me. He always right? anticipated. He said, okay, this is what we're in. This is what they normally do, and if they do that, I think this guy's going to be open. So he was always anticipating a play, uh, 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 what they would do. A, this is what they're going to do. B, he was always going to get to C because he had, had a, a good feel based on his history because he kept extemporaneous notes. Yeah. Of every defensive right. coordinator that right. he's ever faced, whether you're the head coach, D.C., right. or whatever. Okay, so Burroughs coordinator is saying the defense was never right against Peyton because they can't be right because you, you can't cover it all. It, you, the, the leaks are going to spring all over the place, right. and you can't plug every leak on every play. Right. But he will find the leak right. before you can plug it. Correct. So Burrow, he said, is getting close to being able to do that. And he talked about a play in the Super Bowl where – the Rams kept playing off coverage because they attacked the ball in the secondary. Right. And off coverage, off coverage. And he finally went to the sideline and said, okay, watch this. I'm going to do this. And I'm not sure exactly how he tweaked the, right. the, the route, but he hit a big one to Jamar Chase right. because they were playing for they, – they were. it was Jalen Ramsey jumping the route. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So my point is because of that, now if, if you say Patrick has to be a pocket passer – I don't think he's nearly the pure pocket passer no. that Joe Burrow is. No. I, I don't think he's the reader of the defense that Joe right. Burrow is. But what he can do sensationally is off script. Right. If he gets, that's why I can't give Andy that much credit for all this. He gives the kid the greenest light right. in, in sports. You know, he can just yeah. do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Throw it behind his back, between his legs, right. whatever. No look it. But if you tell me. He can't extemporaneous go extemporaneous outside the pocket and, and just kind of make it up on the fly and right. fling it. No. Then, okay, now you've got me on right. that one. Right. Because then, then it's Joe he, Burrow. He, he can throw from the pocket, but obviously, Skip, we know he's better outside of the pocket. And got some guys, I mean, you were, like a Brady. I want Brady outside the pocket. I don't want him in that phone booth. Yeah, I want when, to make him. When is he ever? <laughs> we saw a couple of times this right. year. But. But, I mean, some, but some guys, you're like, Rodgers can throw from the pocket. He also can get out, get outside of the pocket. He used to a lot. More <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Now. Obviously, his legs yeah. are not what they once were. And, and the thing that makes Burrow is that he could do he could do either one. Now he's not the outside of the pocket that Mahomes or maybe Allen is because he doesn't have the arm strength to like throw the ball you know fifty five yards over your head like those guys can. Mm-hmm. But in the pocket, he's as good as they have, and he's good enough outside of the pocket. And then he'll take off on you. He will. You play a coverage and you turn your back to him, and next thing you know, he's falling right behind you. I think he has underrated, I guess you just call it athletic ability. Yeah. He was like an all-state basketball player. You could tell he was a three-sports player in high school. He he was. And when he takes off, he hits his top speed very quickly. Yeah. Because I've seen D linemen chase him, and they they can't catch him. Right. They can't track him down. I, I just like him. He has a quiet arrogance. But that doesn't come off as brash or no. cocky. He's very, 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 very confident in his ability. He's like, I don't, I'm not an underdog. I don't feel like an underdog. Mm. I know what I'm bringing. I'm bringing dog. I'm bringing dogs in this fight. I got a. Hey, I got Chase. I got Higgins. I got Boyd. I got two outstanding runners. I got a very uh, uh, an outstanding tight end. Yep. We good. And as opposed to Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow is with his team as opposed to above his team. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think the thing, Skip, is that that offensive line. Because uh, Kansas City didn't get to him a whole lot in the championship game or when they played him. That's going to have to change. You have to – and even that's not an assured, uh, 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 a sure thing of victory because we saw the Titans get him on the ground nine times, and they still lost. And we saw the Rams aggravate the hell out of him, and he was a play away. 
if if Aaron Donald doesn't win in 1.2 seconds, yep. Jamar Chase is going to hit his head on the goalpost. That is correct. Because Jay Ram whipped. Okay, so my bottom line to this discussion is, my gut feeling is Patrick will be better than most people think he will be. I believe so, too. If in, I don't know the pathology of what's going on in there, but, again, my guy Tony Pollard had to have surgery. He had tightrope. He, he had tightrope, so it wasn't the fracture. They're going to let the fracture heal, but, but this is the ankle issue. Right. You know? so, so, again, it sounds like Patrick doesn't need surgery, but I don't know that for a fact. Right. Just the way they're talking, they're, they're indicating he's better than you think. Well, if that's true... If it's just simply a sprain, high ankle sprain, as you say, you can inject it, you can go Toradol, you can tape it 20 times over to, to make it as, as stout as it can be. And, and I, listen, that kid is a gamer. He is tough. He, he will go. But, Skip, you know the thing that, that makes him that really good in the playoffs is those legs. Yep. How many times have we seen him, you say he go chugging along. You're like, he's not running that fast. He's not. But all of a sudden – 5, 10, 15, 20 yards later, he's like, damn, how did he get from there to there? And it's a first down, the crowd's going crazy, and the next thing you know, they got the ball in the end zone. Yeah. So I think it takes away some of his mobility, some of his escapability, yeah. because a lot of times he was able to get out of harm's way, throw the ball down the field, and take off running. Yeah. I think he's going to be limited, but I do think he'll be still be able to play well. I don't know how limited he will be. And my experience with the ankles, as long as you don't need surgery – that the more you push it and run on it, it will start to open up a little bit. It will. But here's the thing, Skip. Come halftime, then what happens? <laughs> you, you better stay on the bike. <laughs> exactly. That's right? the thing. Man, I, used to, I was like, can I just continue to play? Can we just keep playing? Don't go in for those 15 minutes to halftime? Yeah. Because that thing would – plus, you have to understand, Skip, when they put the medicine in, that medicine's going to start to wane now. Can you shoot it No, hell time? no. No, they're not shooting it again. Mm. They're not shooting it again. They, they'll shoot it once. And they're going to try to shoot it as close as they can to the game. But the thing is, Skip, he got to go out there for pregame. Because I, I can assure you, he's not taking any reps this week. He's not taking a reps. He ain't practicing. No, but he knows what he's He knows his team. Yeah. He's studying, but he's not. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, I don't know if he'd stand still and throw. Just no, but here's the thing, Skip. He's played this. This is his fourth yeah. time playing. Mm-hmm. That's the same team. That's the same defense, they same know, coordinator, same know. players. Yeah, so he, he knows it. I mean, yeah. It's almost like a division opponent yeah. in some way. Yeah. Here we go. This is great. Guys, this is the Chiefs' great first practice of the one. week yeah. is yeah. today. So all eyes will be on that practice injury report to see if he does indeed, Shannon, to your point, participate. He's never played in a game without practicing for the week before, but there's ever a time to do it. It would be now, mm-hmm. right? All right, we've got the latest on the Ed Reed situation Ooh. coming Ooh. up. You don't wow. want to miss that. That's next on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. 
BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Less than a month after Ed Reed was announced as having a deal to be the next head coach at Bethune-Cookman, the two have parted ways. The school decided to move on from Reed after he said on social media that all HBCUs need help and those running them have, quote, broken mentalities. During an interview with Roland Martin Monday, Reed said he was offered jobs at Jackson State directly from Deion Sanders and one from Grambling, both jobs he turned down. He also said, quote, I'm not what these people are portraying me to be. He called the Bethune-Cookman athletic director evil. Shannon, what's your reaction to this situation? I'm just disappointed. I really thought Ed was going to do a good job. But I think that people don't know is that they see one side of Ed, but Ed is a very passionate person. I don't know him that well personally. Uh, played against him late in his career, and I've, you've heard me say it, Skip, I think he's the greatest safety to ever play the game. His ball skills, his understanding of the game sets him apart from a lot of great ones, and I played against a lot of great safeties in my time. But I just think the thing is, Skip, most HBCUs, I, I don't want to say all, but a lot of HBCUs, Skip, are underfunded, funded, and they don't have the resources. Uh, I just hope, <laughs> I don't know what Ed thought. That ain't to you, Ed. That's not a power five, bro. They don't have donors that, that donate 20, 30, 40 million dollars and give back and they got these big endowments. That's not what HBCUs, HBCUs, they don't have that skill. Mm-hmm. I just hope and wish, hope, when Ed toured BC, Bethune Cookman, mm-hmm. that he got an opportunity to see it all, Skip. Yeah. You know how they send you the postcard, you get a postcard of New York and they send you the Statue of Liberty and they send you all the good stuff. But if you've ever been to New York on your own, you know that's not that postcard ain't what New York is all about. If you go to Vegas, Skip, what they show you? The Strip. You see the Bellagio and the Wynn and uh, Resorts World and all these, all these. But when you leave the Strip, it don't look like the postcard that you got in the mail from your friend that went to Vegas. But unfortunately, Bethune doesn't have a Strip, right? No, but maybe Ed. Yeah. And what are they thinking? Most, most, most HBCUs are like this. That's a fact. And that's the thing. But I just, and I get Ed's passion. And I get that, you know, I asked them to clean the offices and I get my guys. Yeah. But I just wish he had gone to admin. I wish he hadn't gone public with it, put yeah. it on IG Live. Just go to admin and say, guys, this is unacceptable. I shouldn't have to have my players picking up trash. Yeah. I shouldn't have to have my players doing X, Y, and Z. This is the responsibility of the institution yeah. to do said things. Now we see the protests with the, uh, uh, the students saying, yeah, these conditions are, 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 are not suitable mm-hmm. for someone, for an institution of higher learning. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's just, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad and it's good. It's bad that Ed's not going to get this job, but it's good because it's shining light on a situation that needed light shined on. Mm-hmm. And if he said he talked to time, time should have, Coach uh, uh, Sanders should have told him what it was like because he knew what it was like when he went to Jackson. He knew what it so. Mm-hmm. You can call any coach. Yeah. Prayer View, Alcorn, it's probably worse at those institutions than at BC. I hear you. So, Skip, I just, it's just, that's sad. I just 
But I think if Ed would have given it time, kind of like the Jackson State situation with Coach, with, with Coach Prime, I think some improvements would have been able to have been made. But it can't happen overnight, Ed. And I know as an athlete, Skip, we used to, okay, hey, I can change that. I didn't play good this game. Guess what? I'm going to play better next game, and the outcome will be different. It doesn't work like that when something has systematically been broken for yep. an extensive period of time. <sighs> You're going to have to help me walk back through this. Okay. Because I'm a little lost on how it came to this because it didn't need to come to no, this. No, it didn't. So one of the great African-American columnists this country's ever had, Bill Roden, mm-hmm. with whom I worked on mm-hmm. the show, The Sports Reporters, many times in the past, he wrote that this turned into a fiasco, and it did. It did. It, was it a did. a fiasco. And then Shalise Manzi Young on Yahoo wrote of Ed Reed, you can't go in guns blazing with what looks like a savior complex and expect the institute to genuflect and make immediate changes. It's unclear whether Reed did his homework before pursuing the job at, BC, at, a, at BCU. Mm-hmm. And truly understood the realities of what he was entering into. Correct. But, but all evidence points to him being unaware. Yes. Well, he arrives. They make an announcement. We got him. And I'm like, great. Right. Maybe we got another Dion the second going here. <laughs> Maybe we can repeat history yeah. at Jackson State. And yet. It, time starts to pass. And all of a sudden it starts going on. Excuse me. IG live. And just blasting, profanely blasting what's not there. Yeah, you can't. And I'm thinking, why would you announce that he's your new head coach and you don't have a deal? Right, you haven't signed the contract. Yeah, at one point he even went IG Live. I I can leave. I don't even have a contract. I'm thinking, you can? Right. What happened? How could you not get that deal done? And how could you not know what you were getting into before you got into it? yes. Was this like your first visit there and they announced you were the new head coach? Yeah, yeah it, it, it seems like, Skip, it seems like a lot. <laughs> now, I don't think it's an egregious ask to say, you know, can I get my office clean? No, it's not at all. <laughs> but, but, no, I, I got it. But there was some damage due to flooding a couple of months well, ago. Well, they got hit by the hurricane. Right. And, and, and they have some mold issues. And right. the, now the students are protesting. In part, they were inspired by Ed's right. IG Lives right. and they're protesting the mold in the dorm. Yes. Good for them. Yes. But I believe in time, Skip, I mean, to come in and say, okay, right now, no. everything, start, hey, start no. tearing down this and tearing down that and building this up with yeah. what? Yeah. Okay. So another great, Eddie George, against whom you played yep. in a huge playoff game yep. in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Tennessee State. He is now the Tennessee State head coach. Yep. And his quote was, it's frustrating. He didn't understand exactly what he was getting himself no into. No problem. Okay. We got, we got it. Eddie is making the point, I have to stay the course here for the sake of the kids. Now his son is going to go to mm-hmm. Tennessee State as a defensive lineman. I think he's pretty good. Yes. So it's sort of like Shadur and, and Dion's yep. kids playing yep. for him. Yep. But Tennessee State has hung in there. They were due some land-grant money that the state withheld from them, and now they've finally busted the state over this. And I think they're due about $250 million in land-grant money right. that has been – Allocated it, to them. It, well, it's been stolen from them yes. over the years. Yes. Okay. So now, if you can hang in and hang on till you get that kind of funding, right. maybe you can start turning yes. this into something yes. at Tennessee State. Yes. Okay. Dion is, is so charismatic. He went in and, and 
before I know it, he's got Walmart coming in and building a new practice field. Yes. Like, well, good. Yes. And, and that, Skip, that's what he was able to do, that he was able to take some of his partners, yeah. the Walmarts, the yeah. American Airlines. Yeah. Uh, he got straight hand in his company to donate yeah. some clothes. He got uh, Under Armour. Skip, how many different uniforms you see Jackson State have? Like every year, I'm like, every week they come out with a new uni. I mean, they was the organ of the South because every every week they had a new uni. But he was able to to parlay his partnership yep. and leverage that for Jackson State. Now every everybody ain't Dion. Everybody ain't Prime. No. But Skip, even Ed's not Prime. No, 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 no. no. But it, but it's but it's gonna take time, Skip. It takes time. You think you can you can change something? That's been in effect for 100 years, and you can't. No. It's just like with anything. We think we want results overnight because that's what society has become. Skip, mm -hmm. I can change my fortune. I can go right up here to the convenience store, play the lottery, and my life is for forever changed. It would. Mm -hmm. and that, but it doesn't work no. like that mm -hmm. in the real world, in real-life situations where you're dealing with something like this. I agree. There's no possible way. Ed did his homework, toured this facility, and thought that he could get this done in a week or two weeks or a month. There's no way. So then Ed lashed out again and put Dion in something of an awkward position by saying, Dion offered me the Jackson State job before I came here. Well, Dion endorsed T.C. Taylor off his right. staff right. after the bowl game. Yes. Right? Yes. And T.C., to my knowledge, is going forward as the you go, going the forward Jackson coach, State, yes, right? yes, okay? and yes. He actually played there. Yes. He's from Mississippi, so, so it's a great fit. Yes, yes. Again, is he Dion? No, but Dion, he, he rebuilt but, a, a new mold there. But he, but, he, but, he, but he left some of the inner workings yeah, of did. how you go about That's it, correct. how you need to talk yeah. to, to the, 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 the boosters and yes. you go out and try to raise money and talk in the community. And Tom did a great job. Tom is great. He's great at speaking. Yes. He's great at getting people into a room, and the next thing you know, they don't even realize they, they, they are $1,000 or $1,500 less <laughs> because they've given, given to a cause that they didn't have no well, intention he, to give it to before he got there. He's got some charismatic preacher in him. Yes. Right? Yes. He can move people. Yes. To open their wallets. A exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, the point is, then even Ed throws out, Grambling wanted me. Okay. We get it, but Bethune needs you. Right. That was the point. Right. Bethune needed you, but but you're going to start at, at stage one. You know, you're going to walk yeah. in there and it's going to look terrible. Yes. And I get you. You should have been able to clean out the coach's office, but it didn't seem like they even had a deal yet. But but the thing was, Skip, you don't have to put the institution on blast to get your office clean. Yeah. You could have gone to the administration. It says, I don't think that's too much to ask to have my office clean. Uh -huh. My players shouldn't have to pick up trash. That's not, they're, they're not custodians. They're not, a, they don't, we don't have a janitorial service. I just think that they, Skip, everybody wants to put everything on. So everything ain't meant to be aired in the public. No. I, no. I understand that some things happen and they're caught by the public and it's on, you're on camera. But I, I just believe Ed and the institution could have handled this behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And then whichever direction they chose to go in, it's behind closed doors. Okay, even blasted the, the, the system there because Reggie Theus is the head basketball coach. I know Reggie from his days. I think, he, I think, he, I think he's the AD also. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what then Ed blasted that. You can't have the head basketball coach be the AD. It, 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 that's all you got. That's, right. that's what it is bro, right I, now. I mean, how, much, how much money do you think they got? You, bro, you're <laughs> not in Georgia. No. Well, you got an AD, a D-line coach, an O-line coach, a linebacker coach, a safety coach, a corners coach. I can't believe how many are on those staffs. Yeah. I look around, they got like 30 coaches. Yes. 
Lord. Yeah, but, but skill, when you get when people giving when you get a hundred bi- hundred million every year given by boosters, yeah. you can have that many on your staff. It's almost like one coach per player it's, it's getting to. Man, look here. Not I, here. I, I, position, I mean, you might coach two positions. When I was in when I was in it's be, I, I'm sure it's better now. But Skip, I used to get um like in and uh, and um when I was at Denver, Skip, like if the if the tape got down to a certain level, they would just throw it. I would, I would, I agree. Don't throw that away. And all the, the, the yeah, unused yeah, yeah, tape yeah, pre wraps. Because well, you, you know what it feels like. Not and to send have it back to and send it back to Savannah State. I got it. How many coaches did you have at Savannah State on your staff? Can you remember? Besides uh, your head coach. Uh, we had a receiver coach, running back coach, O line coach, D now, coordinator. It had a D coordinator who was the linebackers coach, a DB coach. And a D-line coach. Okay, well, it's not bad, right. but it's not Georgia. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a safeties coach, no. an outside linebackers no. coach, an inside linebackers coach, a DN coach, a D-tackle coach. You know, we didn't we, run game. No, we didn't have all that. No. No, hell no. And nobody was making a million bucks. Maybe 80000 The head coach might have made 80000 That's right. Skip, we run out of pre-wrap, Skip. We would have to go steal toilet paper. From from uh, the from where we go to classes at, mm-hmm. and use that as pre wrap. Mm. It was that's what we had. What you had, and that's what Bethune had. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, it it was, hey, but hey, it but it was skip. We got, but it was like I was like, man, I bet your Grambling got it so much better than us. I bet South Carolina State got it. Hell no, nah, they were doing the same thing we was doing. Yep. But I, hey, it drove me. I was like, hey. I went to see my brother and saw how they got breakfast on Friday, and they got fried chicken and pizza on, on, on Friday afternoon, no, no. and they got breakfast every morning, yeah. and they got all the gum. Skip, man, I walked out of there. I bet you I stole about 50 packs of chewing gum. Okay. I ain't never I seen it. that much gum. Here's, here's my bottom line to this. Over the years, the HBCUs have provided the NFL with a whole bunch of stars, a whole bunch. Go look That's at the, all I know for sure. Skip, go look at the first round, the first couple of uh, – uh, um, entries into the Hall of Fame yeah. and see where they came from. They ain't come from Michigan. They ain't come from Nebraska and Oklahoma. No. <laughs> they came from the Maryland Eastern Shores, the Gramblins, the Southerns, the Jackson States, the Alcorns, the Prairie they Views. Did. They did. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, the Howards, the they Hamptons, did. that's where they came from. Thank you. And then they realized, hold on, did you see that talent they got? Mm. What do you think, uh, uh, Al Davis? Go look at he knew. Yep. Gene Upshaw, Art Shell. He knew. All those guys. Mm-hmm. Bethune's interim president, guys, posted a letter on the school's website to, quote, close the chapter on Ed Reed. Supposedly, the new football coach will be announced in the next seven to ten days. All right, Brock Purdy, gentlemen, do you think he's clearly the quarterback of the future for the San Francisco 49ers? Mm. Let's debate Purdy's future when we return. You pretty good. Well, as a rookie, Brock Purdy is leading the 49ers in that NFC championship. He's a perfect 7-0 as a starter. And that is bringing the future of Trey Lance into major question. Of course, let's not forget, the 49ers traded three first-round picks plus a second to move up nine spots in the draft to snag Lance. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, Lance would now not bring in more than a third-rounder in a trade. Ouch. Shannon, 
Should the 49ers be sold on Brock Purdy and willing to trade Trey Lance yet? Boy, that'd be crazy to give up on this man for a third-round pick, Skip, after you moved heaven and earth to get him. I mean, mm -hmm. you gave up three first. And, um, Jane said a second, but my stats are saying a 2020 uh, second, third-round pick. But whatever, mm -hmm. three first-rounders to give up on him. I'm going to hold on to it, Skip, and hope the value goes up at a later date and mm -hmm. time. But I think that if they were to do that, Skip, it would make the 49ers look really bad that you gave up that much to, move, to, to mortgage this much of your future and then only take a third rounder in return for him, Skip? Look, I understand that he's young in his career and he's been, been, he's been besieged by injuries this early in his career, Skip. Besieged. But I'm not going to give up on him just yet, Skip, because what do we see? We saw they had Trey Lance and they held on to Jimmy G, and then J J Trey Lance get hurt, and then Jimmy G comes in and plays well. Jimmy G gets hurt, and here come Brock Purdy. So I'm not assured that Brock Purdy can maintain help. So I'm going to hold on to Trey Lance, Skip. And, but barring an injury, it's his job to lose. Mm. I just, like I said, Skip, the honors are going to happen Thursday before the Super Bowl. Guess who's uh, 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 nominated for Offensive Rookie of the Year? Mr. Purdy along with the running back uh, uh, from Seattle and uh, Wilson from uh, the yep. Jets. Mm -hmm. This kid is probably going to be offensive rookie of the year, Skip. So you can't – it's kind of like a Brady situation. I understand you had Drew, Bla Drew uh, uh, Bledsoe, and you had just given him a $100 million contract a couple of years earlier. Mm -hmm. But how do, you, how do you get rid of a guy if he gets you to the Super Bowl, let alone win it? How do, how, how do you move off of that, Skip? Even though what you gave up to get the guy that he replaced – how do you move on from a guy that got you to that destination and you know how hard it is to get there? <sighs> no matter what you think, man, he's man, Mr. Irrelevant or he's 260 players. I get all that. All I know is that he got you to a spot that very few other quarterbacks and some of them are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame has never gotten a team to. <laughs> That's a fact. So with that being said, Skip, I, I just don't know how you move off Mr. Purdy. I just don't. I know I'm not giving up Trey Lance for no third-round pick. No. Skip, I'm not buying a house for $20 million and turning around and selling it for $500,000 because the market turned. I'm not doing it. I'm going to hold on to it and hope the market corrects itself. So I'm going to hope that, who knows, maybe Purdy goes down and then Trey Lance comes in and plays well and he says, you know what? That's why we gave up what we gave up to get it. Wait, how much did you say you paid for your house? Then you, you, you're not going to give it away for $500? Yeah. Five million? Five, five, well, Skip, that would be five hundred. You gave up three first-rounders and probably a, a second and a third. Okay. But for a third? For a third-round pick? Skip, not okay. a first-rounder. All right, but here's the difference in, in your analogy. <laughs> okay. What would you say? You're, you, you paid $5 million for your house? I would say I paid 20 20 Okay, 20 Okay, let's do 20 Okay. What if somebody just handed you another $20 million house and you said, Oh, okay. I'll give this one away for five hundred thousand because I got another one for twenty. Except this one might be worth thirty million dollars. I got to live in the house for a little while first. I ain't okay. gonna do like Ed Reed. I just, I, I know, used to take I your word saying twenty. I got to tour the facilities first, Skip. <laughs> okay, I might be slightly premature here, but I don't think I am. I've been doing this for a long time. I have never ever seen anything like Brock Purdy. You like Purdy? I'm not saying I, I like him. I've just never seen a phenomenon like this happen okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it just keeps unfolding. And he just did in my team and sent it home. Well, let me ask you a question, Skip. Is this Lynn Sanity? You remember Lynn Sanity burst mm -hmm. on the scene with the Knicks? And everybody's oh man, he better than Melo. He better than this when he yada. Remember that Sunday game he had he against was. the Lakers? I was in the middle of it. <laughs> Lynn Sanity once presented me a Webby Award up on stage. Okay.
it, this is beyond that. Take okay. nothing away from Jeremy Lin. Okay. But this is hard, man. This is the highest level of National Football League football. And he has thrown 14 touchdown passes to two interceptions yeah. in seven games. 14 to two. He's run for two more touchdowns. He has fumbled it exactly zero times right. in seven games. What did I hinge my pick on this past Colts has been turnover without a yeah. birdie. I, I said, we'll, we'll pick him off twice, and, and we will strip sack him at least once. I, I needed actually two strip sacks, <laughs> mostly by my Omica. We got none of the above. You got none. He was clean gene all yeah. the way home. <laughs> he was. And <sighs> Mr. Irrelevant made Dak look like Mr. Irrelevant. He did. Because Dak missed throw after throw. And I'm not saying the kid was flawless because he wasn't flawless, but he, he had one tip pass that hit Trevon Diggs right, right in the hands. Like, it couldn't hit him any. Right. It, it was actually kind of a soft pass because it got tipped and right. redirected. And he just dropped it. If you hang on, maybe the kid says, uh-oh, well, that, where am I? Well, Skip, that's the difference in the game. Remember yeah. the one that, that, that uh, Fred Warner, he, his got tipped. He, he caught, caught his. It. He caught it. The other and, and Jimmy and Ward jumped in, whoops, and, and hit the, Dig, the ball. Diggs missed that opportunity. Okay, it's 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 how you win playoff so, games, as you well know. Not to cut you up. So you believe that Purdy can sustain this? I, I I've seen seven game body of work. It's pretty pretty much in, we're getting some but, body here. To okay, this work. but you're willing to move off a guy that you gave up three first rounders for a guy. And I'm going to remind you, I love Trey Lance, and I yeah. love him going into the draft, and I still love him. But as you always say, the ultimate ability in pro football Availability. is endurability, mm-hmm. one of those two yeah. to combine. <laughs> and all I know is right away in August of 2021, he banged up his finger and had a finger issue that kept him out. And then he had a knee issue that kept him out. And then he fractured his ankle and suffered a dislocation of his ankle. Okay, so it's one thing after another after another. And I have very little to, to no body of work for Trey Lance because he had one game that he started last year and kind of finished it. It was against the Texans. They won 23 to 7. He went 16 to 23 for 249. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. A couple uh, touchdowns, one interception. He ran for 31 yards. He's clearly a better runner of the football than Brock Purdy because Trey Lance is 6'4. He can flat out run and he will run over you. But this kid is doing things. We've never seen before. Right. This is truly unprecedented. Right. right. Okay, so the reason it's jarring to my eyes is because I've told you, I watched a whole lot of Brock Purdy because he started for four years at right. Iowa State. Well, that's sort of the good news and the bad news, right. but, but he did start for four years. Yes. He stayed for four Correct. years, but he played a whole lot of fairly high-level football, and it's serving him well because, as John Lynch said last week, we knew right from the start, he's unfazed. Right. He is. He's right. unfazed. He doesn't unravel when something goes a little bit right. haywire for him. So what did I see at Iowa State? I saw a kid who just battled you. And I told you that one game against Jalen Hurts at Norman. Of course, I watch every snap because I'm a diehard OU fan. But th- they got ahead 42-21 to 21 going to the fourth quarter. And he just fought and fought and battled. He's got a little bit of Max Duggan in him where he'll just keep fighting right. and Picking away at you, and all of a sudden I look up and it's 42 to 41, and they're going for two to win the game, right. and he threw a pick in the end right. zone. Was well, that going to be the fate of him as a 49er quarterback? Is he going to get you to the Super Bowl and throw a pick in the end zone on go for two? You get me to the Super Bowl, right. I worry about that. that, that. That's <laughs> correct. I worry about what's going to happen that, once that, I get there. That is correct. 
So I go back to the one guy I respect the most. I, I respect Mel and Todd, obviously, at ESPN. But Lance Zerline does a sensational job for uh, NFL.com of breaking down these kid quarterbacks, uh-huh. uh, all the players. But on his weaknesses for Brock Purdy, this is going into the draft. He said that the pocket setup lacks quickness, which I will agree with. And he has blinders on, and he, he doesn't see the big play all the time. His delivery can be labored. He lacks timing to throw to the outside numbers. He shies away from tight window throws. Ball needs to come out a little sooner. His confidence and consistency have been issues. Those are all true about Iowa State Brock Purdy. Right. Well, he wasn't being coached by Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, correct. And maybe in a bigger way by Mike Shanahan. Right. And all of a sudden, they have put him, especially Kyle, in such a comfort zone that he looks like he's playing at Iowa State again as far as poise Mm -hmm. and confidence go. Right. And, again, I might be a little premature because now now the degree of difficulty ratchets way up because it's hard to go win at Philadelphia. It's just hard. It is. And it's going to be hard for him. And Jalen Hurts is really good at what he does. Yeah. And they are playing at a high level, and I think they reestablished that high level against the Giants. 49ers need to jump on. Okay. But uh, since the 49ers, they're 7-0 with Purdy starting. Yep. He's fifth in uh, QBR. He's fifth in completion percentage. He's second in uh, yards per attempt. He's tied for first with third, third uh, touchdown passes, and he's tied for fourth fewest with interceptions. It's sensational. It's, it's unheard of. But remember, you remember that 2004 Big Ben against the Patriots. He played well up until that championship game, and then what yeah. happened? Yeah. It fell apart, and they lost 41-27. They did. So is this – that's a big skip. That is a ginormous moment for a rookie quarterback. Okay. But ha- have the tables turned where – Mr. Irrelevant will go into next year as the starter, and they will hang on to Trey as yeah. the under. Oh, yeah, yeah, he definitely like, started. Like, yeah, 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 you, yeah Could started. he be the understudy to Mr. Irrelevant, he, who's he actually yeah. younger in, in NFL years, even though Trey's only 22, and, and Brock is, what is he, 24-ish? 23, 20, yeah, at least 23, But he stayed all four yeah. years at yeah. Iowa State. Well, the point is, if it does come to trading Trey Lance for whatever you can get, it's, it's surely somebody would give you a two for him because a, a lot of teams liked him coming out. Oh, you so, got to get rid of him? Why would I give you that okay. if I know you got to sell Well, that's the problem. <laughs> that could be the problem. But, but the bigger picture point is that if – let's do the hypothetical. Okay. Well, what if the 49ers go win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? Well, well Brock, Brock Purdy, your quarterback going it. forward. It's simple as that. It's over and out yeah, because you say, that. okay, yeah, we spent $20 million for that house. And a $30 million house fell into our lap, right. so we're going to live in that house, yeah. right? Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. and we'll take the hit on this one because yeah. it's kind of a wash, that, right? Yeah, but that, yeah. This, this house is in Malibu. The $20 million <laughs> house, I know. house is in Malibu. I, know. <laughs> I wish I had a house We'll see if Malibu. Brock Purdy can no. keep you the streak going this weekend, guys. Yeah. No All right, speaking of huge games, are the Lakers still in championship contention this season, or <laughs> is it already question. over with? Well, let's play. Stop saying that, Jen. Pat Riley talking about the Lakers' outlook this season was an exclusive interview with Ramona Shelburne. With Anthony Davis expected to return from his foot injury today, Riley says the Lakers, quote, have a shot when it comes to winning a title with AD back in the lineup. Shannon, what percentage chance do you give this year's Lakers of winning a title with a healthy AD and a healthy LeBron? I got five on it. 
5%. I thought you'd be higher. No, hell no. Because I, what, what, well, it give me a higher percentage that AD is going to stay healthy for the remainder of the season. I know, but we're sort of accepting that they do stay healthy. 5%. Okay. Um, because I think last night, Skip, LeBron does what he does. I believe AD is going to come along with him. And so now we do have a second guy that comes along with LeBron, like Kawhi had Paul George and Kawhi came along, and then you get a Norman Powell, and then you get a Reggie Jackson, and then you get a Terrence Mann. You're going to have to have at least one other person come along with LeBron if he's going to give you a performance like that. You can't have what we got last night. And I I think they have so much ground to make up. You're still going to have to figure out a a closing lineup. We know one thing, LeBron and AD will be in that closing lineup. But I I like the fact that AD is coming back because it gives them some size. Because playing three guards, Skip, and LeBron at the four and and, and TB at the five, Skip, you're really undersized. I mean, Schroeder, how tall is Schroeder? What, 6'1"? Pat Bell, probably 6'1". You got Thomas uh, uh, Brown, uh, Brown Jr., Troy Brown Jr. Excuse me, I keep saying Thomas. Troy Brown Jr., what, 6'5"? So you're really a small team. And the Clippers punish you. The Clippers are not a great rebounding team. That's not Milwaukee. They trot out their Lopez and they trot out Giannis and Bobby Porters and all those big guys that can clean the glass up. That's not what no, they are. This was Kawhi and PG with nine and nine. That's right. what hurts you the most. Right. And then you get Zubats getting some, and they, yep. you know, so you lose your minus 15 on the glass. Yep. And you let you go minus 15 on the glass, Skip. And you let a team shoot 60% on the floor and 50% from the three. You're going to lose by 18. Just that simple. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five percent chance if AD comes back, plays like he played before he got injured, because LeBron is giving you 38 and seven. Yep. He can't play any better than what he's playing. Yep. Shooting a high, shooting 50, 51 percent from the floor. You see him free throw last night, five or five. Yeah, but he only shot five. That is, you only call five. You only call five fouls then. <laughs> By the way, I'm looking at this. Russ had 13 free throw attempts. Would you believe? That's eight more than anybody on either team. Eight more because next is LeBron with five because the Clippers had nobody with five free throw attempts. Well, why you need free throw attempts? They ain't going to fire your three-point shot. You were draining threes. You wasn't driving the ball. <laughs> I mean, the, the Clippers shot 15 total free throws and made 12. You shot 24 and made 15 because Russ missed five. Right. Okay. LeBron didn't miss any. Did you see that? I told you. And, by the way, on his – Hot streak here since his birthday. He's shooting 80% from three. I mean, uh, from free throw line. 80%. See it with me. Okay. I told you it happen. Okay. All right. I know you're going to happen. Okay. So, to Pat Riley's point, I'm, I'm with him in the biggest picture because you sit back and you say, time out. LeBron is playing 28-year-old basketball. Yes. Heck, he's playing. Yeah, let's, let's call it 28. Yeah. Okay. Because that would be in, like, the heart of your prime right. kind of basketball. Yeah, in Miami. Yeah, this is December 30th until now. This is 11 games. He's averaging 36 a game, best in the league, 10 rebounds, eight assists. I, I can't ask for any more than that, and, and you couldn't ever have expected anything. No, 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 no. I, I thought he would average somewhere around 25 a game. I didn't think okay. – I did no way, Skip. I thought he was going to follow up a 30-point outing – a 30-point per game outing from last year. Right. Do that again in year 20. Okay. And maybe six weeks ago when AD was healthy, he went on a tear, not as long as this 11-game one, but it was about a five-game tear yeah. in which he dominated the whole league. Nobody was playing better basketball than Anthony Davis. Right. And his PER went to the top of the chart. Okay, so if you have those two guys who are playing top five player basketball and you throw in Russ, who did not have a great game last night, right? four of 13 shots, but he did shoot 13 free throws. So he was making things happen. Oh, yeah, he's going to try to get to the rim. Yes, he is. Okay, 
I still believe he is the runaway sixth man of the year. And you add in Hashimura, who can go both ways and play defense mm-hmm. for you a little bit. Yes. That'll help. And Austin Reeves, we both like him. He just knows how to play basketball, and he hadn't been around, but he'll come back. And you you've loved Lonnie Walker the fourth, right? Because he's he's an athlete who can sky and yep. slam and make threes on occasion, get hot. Okay, what's not to like about this team? Uh, Thomas Bryant gives you great backup depth. Yeah, the yeah, big man, yeah. Right? He, he played he played well last night. Okay, and Dennis Schroeder has become a closer for you because when you really need somebody to make a shot or a free throw or a steal late in the game. Schroeder didn't have a great game last night, but but he didn't get to close because you you weren't in position to close. So my point is, how how can you not like this team except for one area of the floor, and it's on the defensive end. I don't know why this team does not commit under Darvin to any sort of no. defense. I mean, no, not one Clipper shot under fifty percent from the floor. Well, there's. I mean, 11 of 16, 2 of 4, 3 of 4, 11 of 20, 5 of 10, 8 of 12, 1 of 2, 3 of 3, 7 of 13. You could just see them. They were all licking chops. Yes! Saying, I, I, give me the ball. Give me the ball because we'll get whatever we want down here. But it was like throwing a rock in the ocean. Pluku, pluku. Okay, okay. This, but I, 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 I didn't see none of that. All I saw was goat. Okay, you saw goat. I saw goat. I also saw the better team was yeah. the Clippers. Say it again. Yeah. But who was the best player on the floor? No. Who was the best player on the floor? Boy, that Kawhi guy, he's right Don't in do that conversation. Skip. You see Kawhi, they want You see Kawhi, hey, go get him Covington. Get him PG. He don't want no problem. He, he took him a couple times. And what he got, got done? Mm-hmm. He mostly got picked as well. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard made 11 of 16 shots. Yeah. As usual, he got you nine oh, boards. Well, well, as usual, oh, he stole it twice. As usual, oh, well, he blocked two shots. As usual, what happened? Uh, uh, how was he from the three-point line? Mm-hmm. How was he from the three-point? That's what you always do to go, James. All right. How was he from the three-point line? Did you realize in the seven games preceding last night, over the seven-game stretch, Kawhi had been fifty-three percent from the three-point line? He ain't no line? more. Whew. Yep, he went 0 for 4. He did not have a good shooting night. But LeBron is usually 1 for 7. That's been his you standard line. I like Jaddy Jackson say, what have you done for okay. me lately? All right, but he didn't do it last night. But his team won because down the stretch, he made the two steals that sealed it. Hold on. Right? Let me see if LeBron had. LeBron had two steals. Mm-hmm. LeBron had two steals and a block shot. Yep. Seven assists, no turnovers. Huh. Yeah. Can I interest you in that? Austin at a 46-point yeah. virtuoso. Yeah. Kawhi is their closer, and there's no doubt about that. Man, Kawhi ain't no closer. If buckets down the stretch, it's Kawhi. Yeah, well, he, they were up 3-1. He could have closed game five, game six, game seven, and what happened? Them boys did not want to be in that bubble, said Jared Dutton. Well, let me ask you a question. Did they want to be there when they got up 3-1? They didn't want to be up. They didn't want to be in the bubble when they was up 3-1. All yeah. of a sudden, they get slow walk down. They didn't want to be there. Well, they started waking up to, wait a second, we have to stay here another week? No. We, we don't want to stay here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You should have swept if you swept the Nuggets, and then you go to the finals, and then you sweep, and you sweep the Lakers. <laughs> You'd be there in no time. You know yeah. you would not have. That's all. No, you would not have. No, you would not have. Go Jay was at his apex. You saw what he did. Did you see what he did? Didn't he tell Chris Haynes, I'm ending this bleat tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did say that. Your team against Ty Lewis, the Clippers coach, is 0 for 10. <laughs> Ty Lewis, 0 I, and 10? I, I love Ty Lewis. I, well, how can you not love him? That's why I picked this team to win it all this I wanted year. Ty Lewis to be our coach. Yep. But he not. Okay. So and I told is, him as much. By, I said, Ty Lewis, I can't root for you. Okay. You're the other team. By the way, he, you had a shot. 
but you told him you can't bring your own staff. Yeah, what right? kind of bullshit? And then you want to give him a, 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 a two-year deal and a third year not guaranteed? Man, get out of here. Okay. That man's the championship-winning coach. Okay. Yet Frankie V came in, and I got to give him one prop and one prop only. What is that? They played defense for Frankie V. Man, Pat Lou, Pat, uh, Ty Lou would have had a play. Did they not play defense in Cleveland? No, he he can coach yeah. both ends. But I'm just saying, from Frankie Veach, Darvin Ham, something got lost in translation on the defensive end. And Darvin, it, he, by trade, his calling card is that end of the floor. But it's not translating yet, maybe because LeBron at 38 just can't yeah, even can't think play, about he, it. No, he can't play no defense okay. like that. I mean, AD will come back and he'll raise some of it. Thomas well, Bryant, to. T- TB is not the uh, the rim protector that the AD. He's not going to just have guys just laid it up in his no. face. He's just holding his hands up. AD going to throw that stuff back up out of there. So the reason on, on percentage chance, I, I would give him a 10% chance. Yeah. But – that would go up to 20% if they could start recommitting on the defensive end because they're a bottom 10 defensive 10 team right now. Yeah, just, and, and they're capable of getting an, annihilate, like the 51-point quarter yeah, at Dallas on yeah. Christmas and then what did Portland score in the first half? It yeah, they, they, got a, they put a 45, I think a 45. 45, yep. Okay, you can't do that if right. you're going to contend. But with AD, you know, them layups, AD will block some of them. Yeah, we got all I need is AD to play. AD just play like you were playing before you got hurt. Bron, I ain't worried about Bron. I don't mm-hmm. even know. I, I ain't even saying yeah. what's understood don't need to be said. Okay, the contender in the West, the team that's going to win the West, was the team in the basement last night for a Laker home game. The Clippers are going to win the West. And we got something for you, Steve Barmer, with all them antics you be having on the yeah. sideline. Next time we play you, I'm going to be in attendance. Huh. Yep. So he's like the George Kittle of owners? Yeah, yeah. Now, ain't no George Kittle. George Kittle wasn't doing nothing. Yes, Mind his own business. He was he, grandstanding, front running, man, the showboat. Cam- the camera was on him, man. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> oh, look, I know y'all not talking. As much as Jerry talk, hogging up the cameras. <laughs> He doesn't play. He just talks. I mean, Jerry the Shug Knight. He all <laughs> yes. there. He and everybody shot. They doing interviews. I'm just waiting, mm-hmm. to, waiting for them to win a, a championship game and doing interviews on the field to heck up Jerry over the shoulder. <laughs> I told you Hold we don't do it. Yeah, exactly. He would. Dancing all in their videos and everything. Well, you got it. <laughs> you got to wait another point, year. Shannon, I Shannon, for the impersonation. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. Mm. All right. And AD's return tonight, guys. Tonight. On a minutes restriction, 20 to 24 minutes. You want to do All that right, one? back to the gridiron. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, gentlemen, do you think he's getting a bad rap? We'll tell you what he said about yeah. that when we return right here on FS1. All right, yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show, Aaron Rodgers opened up about how he thinks he's perceived publicly. Rodgers says, quote, There's heroes and villains in sports and entertainment. I think because of my stance on COVID and maybe some other things, I've been cast as the villain, especially the last few years. So that's the way a lot of things that I say are often interpreted. I'm not upset about it. I don't feel like the victim in any way. I don't have that mentality. That's fine. I actually embrace that role a little bit if that's how you want to cast me. Shannon, does Aaron Rodgers deserve the villain label? First of all, people don't, people think you're a, a villain because he's a jerk. That's what people think. It's not about what you did. It's what you lied about. Mm. You could have just said, I don't want to take the vaccine. I don't want that in my body, and I'm not going to take it. You don't, you don't get cute on wordplay. 
I'm immunized. I, well, I didn't say I wasn't. I didn't say I wasn't vaccinated. I said, and you guys just take it and ran with it. If yeah. you, I was waiting for you to follow up. Skip, this is what he said. <laughs> he says, he's, uh, Aaron is concerned about people's perception. He said, I don't care about stuff like that. That doesn't offend me. This culture, this woke culture wants to be offended by everything. Most of the time you gloss over it because honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't interrupt my way of watching one bit. If it doesn't offend you, why do you keep talking about it all the time? Clearly, it bothers you. Yeah. Me, I don't. The thing, Skip, when I say I don't care about people talking behind my back, I just keep it from smiling in my face. <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about what you say over there because if you're going to talk about me about th- and not hear my side of the story, you were just waiting for a reason to hate on me, and I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Aaron, if you would have just been forthcoming, I know you think everybody, Skip. Does Aaron Rodgers realize that he was not very popular even before the COVID stance? I mean, he just think that all of a sudden, like, wow, people really just started just liking me because of this vaccine. No, bro. I hate to break it to you. Um, this is not from the FBI, but you weren't very, you were very, you were very disliked way before that. Just, mm-hmm. yes, I know I'm not interrupting your normally schedule. You're well watching one bit. But I just wanted to break that. Well, watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yep. the media, I think the media started finally to see who you were. Yep. And and and, and they've admitted they didn't do a good enough job. They should have followed up and like, mm-hmm. Aaron, what do you mean by immunized? Have you taken the vaccine? Hey, then we could have gotten to the bottom of this a lot earlier. But he lied. The Packers covered for his lie, and it wasn't until he actually got it that we found that he wasn't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So this is not about the COVID vaccine. This is about who you are as a person. Yep. And every time you open your mouth, another toe pop out because you keep putting your foot in your mouth. That is and correct. everybody see you for who and what you are. Yep. I cannot disagree with one word you just spoke, but I'm going to go even farther back and deeper. I think, I think the world started to have problems with Aaron Rodgers as you and I started pointing it out, but I go all the way back to the ESPN days. Okay. He is the ultimate blame deflector. Mm-hmm. Now, don't look at me. Look at him. Look at right. him. Look at him. And it started during football games when he would do something that that cuts you to the quick, yeah. which is showing up his receivers. Yeah. And he was the all-timer of just look at it. He almost played to the camera like, come on, come on, come on. It's not my fault. It's it's your fault. What are you doing? Right. And it was so glaring that he would just show up his receivers. And our man, Greg Jennings, has sat right here in this seat and said, yeah, I, I didn't like it. Right. He enjoyed playing with him because he could really wing he it. Throw, yeah. And he threw him a touchdown pass that won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But that's where you started being a jerk on the field, yeah. and it started to turn into villainy because people started saying, "God, you're 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 a bad guy." Exactly. And then he he wouldn't own the lie of the the COVID the vaccine. Uh, the vaccine, and and after a while, you just say, "Give me a break here." Right. And then yesterday, he tried to blame deflect off that, and I don't want to get too deep here, but he he went into that the networks were protecting the pharmaceutical companies. Moderna, Pfizer, he's Johnson and Johnson. A, he's turning right? into a conspiracy right? theory. And so it's, it's a conspiracy theory that 
that you're vilifying me to protect your sponsors. Yeah. Okay, that's way over my head, and maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know anything about that, but I don't want to hear it from him yeah. because he's the one who lied, yeah. and he, he still won't own it. He's the second coming of Alex Jones. He's, yeah. That's what he's becoming. Yeah. No, he, yeah. Okay, so what's what's there to like about it, Aaron, except – have you backed it up on the football field? No, you had that long ago galaxy far away run. It's it's forever ago. We're, we're up to 12 years ago, mm-hmm. and they went on the road and they won three straight road wild card games. Mm-hmm. Way to go! But nobody saw it coming, and your expectations were way down here. Correct. But nobody saw you. Right. Coming. You were the last team in the back door. Right. And then you won, and you won, and you won, and oh, wait a second. You got lucky because Jay Cutler, my man from Vanderbilt University, sprained his knee late in the first half, rode the exercise back the whole second half. You stunk in the second half at Chicago. This is the yeah, NFC yeah. Championship game, a home game for the Bears, and you got to defeat Caleb Haney. Yeah, he got a pick-six touchdown okay. from his defense. I forget the big D tackle that picked yeah. it off. Picked hey, up a- Caleb Haney. Yeah. Okay, and then you got Pittsburgh and you beat them and you were the Super Bowl MVP and that's all you got to show because since then you are seven and nine in the postseason. And I look at the seven. You got to beat Joe Webb at quarterback. You got to beat Kirk Cousins at quarterback. You got the Dez Caudic game that you survived. You got the the Odell Miami boat trip game up at Lambeau. You, You survived that one. You got the Mason crossbar game at Jerry World. You survived that one. And then remember the Rams go up there. I'm going back three years now. Uh, three years ago, Jared Goff's got a pin in his thumb and Aaron Donald's got cracked ribs. Right. Remember that? Yep. Okay, way to go, Aaron. You won that game. Well, what, what am I supposed to do with this? It's, even your wins aren't impressive and you're 7-9. and nine. And then, as you keep pointing up, two straight years, you're the number one seed. And, and you MVP. You're the, the best player. You're the best player. Back-to-back. Make sure you put that MVP in there because he MVP. wanted everybody to know he won the MVP, MVP as the best player. Number one seed. You lose at home to Brady and the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. You finally got one. You said, that's all I ever wanted. It was an NFC home game, uh, NFC Championship game at home. They got the Brady beat lost, off. And you had it first and goal at the eight, and you went incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. And your young aide coach said, I've seen enough. We're going to kick the field goal that makes it 31 to 26. Yeah. And, then, and then guess what? Skip? Followed up with another number one seed. He got it at home. And then Jimmy G come in here and put foots in you. Put foots in you. And then you get hot. And here you come, R-E-L-A-X. And you get a last game that's effectively a playoff yeah. game at home, at home against the Detroit Lions. You've owned them in the division, mm-hmm. and they beat your butts. Hey, yeah. Okay. So, he had something that didn't agree with him and just messed all over the field. Okay. He did that. <laughs> that's true. That is villainous in the eyes of Packer Nation because you keep letting them down. You're not backing up. It. it you could get away with more of this off-the-field right. stuff, your conspiracy theories, because everybody would say, that's just Aaron, but we got four Super Bowls. And, and then, no, and, you and, don't. And, but, Skip, remember in training camp, he was talking about how the guys were dropping passes and he he reaming everybody out. and Yeah. He looking up in the air uh, and the carry. Uh, I'm like, bro, come on. Oh, uh, woe is me. That's all you ever hear from. Oh, woe is it, me. It's, 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 every, it's everybody else. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, he, he is a villain for – for all the right reasons. Yeah. Because to your point. People think you're a jerk. He's just a jerk. Okay. So own it, Aaron. You you, you made yeah. your bed. You, now you, lie. You said, you said it doesn't bother you. Own that. Yeah. That's what you are. Own it. And just keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people waiting to see what he and Tom Brady decide, guys. The Aaron Rodgers watch continues. All right. Guys, is there a third name that should be in the GOAT conversation along with MJ and LeBron? Mm. Mm. Let's discuss that in just a moment. 
praising Kareem as LeBron nears passing him as the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Riley says he's always viewed Kareem as the greatest of all time, saying, quote, I put Michael in there too, but Kareem was the greatest at that time because of his longevity and the fact that he continued to perform at a high level when he was in his late 30s and 40s. All right, ooh, these are fighting words here. Shannon, does Pat Riley have a point? He does, Skip. I think Kareem is the most underrated superstar in the history of the game because he's never gotten the credit because even when he played, Skip, they said Russell was a better center. They said Wilt was a better center. And then he happened to be around in the 80s, and here come Michael, Magic, and Larry. So he's really never gotten his proper respect for being a historically great player. Six MVPs, which is more than any other player has ever earned. Michael, uh, uh, Bird, Magic, Will, Russell, LeBron, nobody has six. He has six rings. He's the all-time leading scorer, only for a short amount of time left. He's, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's the third uh, leading rebounder. And that should, like, he's on the 35th anniversary team. He's on the 50th anniversary team. He's on the 75th anniversary team. Mm. But Skip, and he got he had no flair. Oh, he had one shot. Nobody can stop it, and nobody's been able to replicate it. Now, we can say Kobe is as close to Michael because he had a lot of similarities. The fade, the, uh, the, the turnaround, the fade away, the flying through the air, pulled, you know, the wristband on the elbow, the, the, uh, the knee sleeve rolled down. Yeah. We've seen guys copy a lot of other guys. We've never seen anybody throw the sky hook with the consistency and the regularity which Kareem Abdul-Jabbar throw it. Now, we've seen guys throw it. Most of the time, people throw the sky hook, skip, trying to get a little on your horse or pig. But ain't nobody throwing it. I don't even know anybody who tries it. <laughs> but nobody's doing I mean, it. I mean, it's. You know, it, the, it, the, it, remember Magic had the baby sky hook in, eight, what was that, 85? I was, I was sitting in the front row. Yeah. Yeah, when you yep. throw the baby. It, it, it was baby. Yeah, the baby it was baby. Won, it won the game. Yeah, it won the yeah, game. It yeah. absolutely won the game. Yeah. Skip, that might have been 87. That was 87. That was 87. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was in my college dorm room. Yep. I remember now. It was 87. Right. Go back and look it up, guy. But here's the thing. What, what He said Kareem's longevity. But see, here's where he said now, if it was Kareem's longevity that made him to go, LeBron James going to play longer than Kareem and play at a high level in the same year. Now, Kareem averaged 10 points in year 20. LeBron James is averaging 30. So if you said now, this is what Pat Riley said. In 2012, when Lee Jenkins was writing the article for the 2012 Sportsman of the Year, he referred LeBron James as the boat. Best of all time. Now, all of a sudden, you know, I put where, my, where was LeBron playing at that point? In Miami. Thank you. And Kareem. Who did he coach? Kareem. Mm. So, look, I'm not going to argue with Pat Riley. Pat Riley know more about basketball than, 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 than I would ever dream of knowing. Mm. And I'm not surprised that he said Kareem. Yeah. Um, but... You can't say longevity is what made Kareem great and then all of a sudden just like kind of poo-poo and skirt the fact that LeBron James is playing 20 years. He's going to break the record in 100 fewer games than what Kareem did. But I'm not here to dismiss Kareem. Kareem absolutely has a case to be the GOAT. And although, Skip, I don't believe he's gotten the credit that he deserves, especially by the media, because when Kareem won the MVP, I don't know if players remember this, the players used to vote for the MVP. Yep. They took it out of the players' hands and started putting it to the media. Mm -hmm. The media never voted Kareem MVP. The players did. Yep. Because Kareem was not great with the media. He, he, he probably would have never not. stiff-armed the media. <laughs> Once upon a time, I had an interview set up with Kareem on a Saturday afternoon at Moody Coliseum in Dallas where they were going to just shoot around right. before a Sunday game against the Mavericks. 
and he stiffed me. And wh- wh- how do you think it made me feel about Kareem? Yeah, exactly. And he, he was promoting his book. Book. And he just stopped. Just they said I, no. I don't know. Okay, so, but he did that. Uh, I wasn't alone in that. He did it to a lot of people. <laughs> he was distant and aloof from the media. Yes. Okay, well, that doesn't help you with the media when they're voting for the Probably awards. why he didn't get a head coaching job either. I, I would agree with that. Okay, the first thing that was glaring to me is Pat Riley did not even mention LeBron in this discussion. Yes. He said, Michael should be in there too, meaning he should be in the discussion. <laughs> but he didn't say Michael and LeBron right. should be in there because, to me, LeBron and Pat fell completely apart in Miami. Yes. And you can't tell me that didn't influence his, of course it did. his feelings in this regard toward the, the GOAT feelings. You, right? But put it like this. You retired Michael Jordan, he ain't even played for the Heat. You got 23 hanging from your rafters. Okay. So? So, how yeah. can you not think he's the greatest, Skip? How can you retire? Skip, who's going to put a statue or retire somebody's jersey and they never played for said organization? Okay. That shows I, you how great Michael was. Okay. So, I'm all about Michael as the GOAT. I respect Kareem just in, in longevity and just he endured. He endured a lot off the floor, too. Right. He, he had it rough. I, I went through some issues where he had death threats, where I was covering the Lakers in his day. But here's the point about Kareem. This is what disqualifies him from the GOAT conversation to me I, because I, I honor the numbers because you can't not right. honor the numbers. He wins a championship with the great Oscar Robertson in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And then... Somehow he winds up in L.A. I don't know how they pulled that off, but they did. Right. Way to go, Dr. Jerry Buss, because you have created a dynasty. Yes. But you needed a missing piece to that, and it was one Magic Johnson. Yeah, he was winning MVPs, but he wasn't winning no titles before Magic. All right. So look at the record. He he comes to L.A. in the first year was 75-76, and they go 40-42, and and they miss the playoffs. Well, that didn't work. The next year, they were much better, 53-29, and 29, but they got swept in the conference finals by Portland. Then the next year, they go 45-37, and 37, not great. They lose in the first round to the Sonics. Then the fourth year, no magic, 47-35, and 35, they lost in the second round in five games to said Sonics. So my point is, they, they won nothing. Right. There was no dynastic you yeah. know, sort of I think if I'm not mistaken, I think here. the first year, Skip, I think they, they had a losing record. He was MVP. If he, I'm, I, if, I, I think you're right. And I know the last one was Magic's first year, and yeah. I don't know if people realize that, that Kareem was the MVP. So think about this, Skip. Let's just say Nikola Jokic is the MVP. And then somehow they managed to get Victor Wimbanyama. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they won the MVP, and then they, I mean, they go to the fight, they win the fight championship, and then they get James Worthy. Okay. You know that's never going to happen in today's game. All right. But in walked Magic Johnson. <laughs> and all of a sudden, life changed. It changed. Because Kareem was more of a follower than a leader. Right. You needed the charisma right. that Magic brought because he's one of the great leaders. I mean, it's between him and Michael to me, but they're very different. But in sheer charisma, there's never been anything in the history of this game like Magic Johnson. Even though, even though Magic led, he was willing to let Kareem sure. have his space. No, no because, he honored him. He called yes, him cap. Yes, and he and Magic like, hold on, my team now. I'm the Finals MVP twice. Yeah, this is my team. Okay. Well, you want a cap? Yeah, cap, cap, cap. He did. It's beautiful. But yeah. that's how you win championships. That's the leader. That's why the you team. go to nine in, in, in twelve years. You win five because a lot of times, Skip, 
Magic never tried to say this was my – what do you get, Skip? A lot of times you get guys boom, boom. We saw that with Shaq and Kobe. We saw it with Kyrie and LeBron. We see the headbutting. No, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm on a level playing – Magic said, no, I'm trying to win titles. You, yeah. you want to be the best? Okay, he the best. Yeah. So, in the end, uh, Pat Riley should at least include LeBron in the conversation. The man – the only reason you're having this conversation, Skip, is because LeBron's about to pass Kareem. <laughs> no. The man's about no. to pass him. But remember what happened at the end. Yeah. <sighs> They fell apart. They clashed over how many of your inner entourage. Group, you know, the, uh, he used the term. I like the, didn't, didn't no, he call no, him? Pat Riley called. Well, no, not Pat. Phil. Phil, Phil, Phil called him entourage. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it bothered him, but well, you see how you know. See, Pat. Yeah. When you get a situation like that, how, how many? How many of your group? Ten. Here, huh. here's two extra. <laughs> in, case, in case you get, in case you get a, a couple of extra homeboys want to come in. Well, LeBron did win him, what, two? Two. two Went to four. Went to four. Okay. Guys, let's fast forward to today's NBA. The Celtics, how in the world did they blow a 10-point lead, losing by three to the Miami Heat last night? Let's unpack this one in just a moment. One of the partners was out of the law (laughs) firm. The Heat snagged a 98-95 win over the Celtics last night without Jimmy Butler. Celtics, meanwhile, without Jalen Brown. They were up by 10 points under nine minutes left in the fourth. Jason Tatum, though, only managed three points in the final period as that victory slipped away from Boston. Shannon, you've always said Jason Tatum deserved a seat at the superstar table after last night's performance. Do you still think Tatum is a superstar? I do. He just can't sit in the chair. He has a chair waiting for him at the table, Skip. And there's a couple of guys waiting there to wait, uh, welcome him with open arms. But that game last night is where you have to do it without your, your partner in the law firm, Jalen yep. Brown. That a very winnable game. And because it you lost, it marred a great performance. Skip, 31-14-7? and seven? Beautiful. Yep. And then you walked the ball. This is your opportunity. I've arrived. Mm-hmm. You walk the ball up the court, and you throw a pass. I don't know what you were thinking. Mm. I don't know what I, Skip. I, did he not see Tyler Hero in between I, him I and the guy? Know. We should show it since you brought it up. I mean, he, Skip, I mean, he hit Tyler Hero in the chest. Yep. There, he just, I mean, he's here, here we go. Skip, la- last play. I mean, tell me what he, what, he, what, he, what What are you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. You're down to 20 seconds. Right. You, you got to do something. You got to find somebody or or break. Free yourself. I don't know. I don't know what he saw. But anyway, this is, Skip, I mean, you think about it. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both have 30, 20, uh, 25 games, I mean, 30, 25-point games this season. They're the first pair of teammates to do that since Pete Maravich and Sweet Lou Hudson. Yep. But Tatum has done nothing without, without Brown. He needs him. But I believe in order to thrust yourself, you're going to have to win some of these games. This was a winnable game because the Heat was playing without Jimmy Butler. So they were playing without their best player. I believe Jason Tatum is the best player on, 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 on the Celtics. I believe Jalen Brown is more athletic. I believe he can do more things. Yep. But I think Jason Tatum is a better player. Yep. This was his opportunity to submit that skill <sighs> and win this ball game. But he does have a, t- a chair at the table with about seven or eight of these superstars. But they say you can't sit down just yet. Yeah. We need to see a little more. Shannon Sharp. This is as fine a young man as ever represented Absolutely. this league. Yes. I love to hear him interviewed. I love to see him play for three and a half quarters. 
I want so badly to embrace him and bless him as next. Mm -hmm. And the turnovers haunt him. And I started calling him Jason Turnover in the play, the uh, finals against Golden State because, remember, he, he ran away with the turnover lead in the postseason right. and especially in the finals. And it's hard to overcome because you're better than that. Right. But he's not a natural passer of the ball, no. Skip. That's no. why he has a, a high turnover. He had seven last night. And guys that are not naturally great, Russ, that's why he has such a high turnover rate because I don't think he's a natural passer of the ball. No. You look at the natural passers, the Stockton, the uh, Magic Johnson, the Chris Paul. The LeBron James. LeBron James. Yes. Yeah, they don't turn the ball over no seven, eight times a game. No. It, and this is far, far too many for Jason Tatum to turn the ball over. Like, that's way too many. So they are up ten points with under nine to go, and there's no Jimmy Butler to close for the Heat. Yeah. So Bam says, okay, I, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I, I got this. Toddler Hero made a couple shots, but Bam may, mostly just said, no, I, I got this. And then this is old school. This is Michael Jordan. This is what I learned from Michael Jordan. When the game ended, the TNT cameras lingered on Jason Tatum and Bam, and they were having the best old time talking right. back and forth, laughing, talking, right. covering their mouths about what right. they were talking about, and then they had a big hug. It's new school basketball that, that is hard on my psyche because right. when you blow a lead like that and you wind up going one for four in the fourth quarter with two turnovers, show me. It's you over. To hurt. You, 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 gotta, you, you don't want to be out there hugging. Right. You, you just don't because Jordan just went to the locker room. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right? But he, he's getting better and better. But but he still hasn't pulled that chair out and sat down. No 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 no. It's empty. It's empty. It's empty chair right now. Yeah. Skip. And and because of that, the Celtics, whom you love, they they rise and then they fall back and they rise up and you say, oh wait, there's the best team yeah. and then they fall back a little bit. Skip. Right? I mean, you think about this. Okay, they play without Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. You get Tyler Hero to go four nineteen. Yep. One of seven from from three and he gives you nine points. You get Kyle Lowry play damn near thirty minutes. And gives you two points. Skip, you gotta win that game. Just it's begging. You got to. No, it's begging because you're that team. You you got them as what between them and you the Bucks, Milwaukee. right? Not only are the Celtics that team, I've got him tabbed as that dude. Yeah, he's him. Well, he should be, and he could be. You got. Skip. Yeah, this is one of. The, I know it's just one game. In yeah, January, yeah, 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 yeah. But you, this is the one where this belongs to you. Skip, that guy can do it all. Ooh, he can, can shoot he? the three. He got a mid-range game. He can get to the rim and finish. He was even blessed by the late oh, great Kobe. Yeah, Bryant. he can do it all. He's a complete package. And we saw him last year. Skip do a number. He harassed KD for four games. He did. So he can. He's a complete package. Six, eight and a half can do it silky smooth. Mm-hmm. Bra. It's time now. It's time. It's time. I got to jump in, guys, and interrupt you. We're out of time. We got to go because we've still got to discuss that new NBA All-Star <laughs> Game for it, format. What was this? How's it going <laughs> to impact the teams? That's next on Undisputed. Uh... LeBron and Giannis are the current All-Star Game leading vote-getters. That means they'll be team captains if this continues to stand. This time, though, they're not selecting their teams until just before the game itself. Shannon, like it, love it, or hate it? It's, it's, Skip, this is, this is true black talk. Hey, I'm going to say I like it. I'm going to say I like it. Really? I'm going to say I like it, Skip, because this is how you show up in the court. Like, I got him, him, 
him, him. <laughs> so, I mean, like, what, is it a couple of hours before the game? Yeah. And so <laughs> it's going to be very, very fascinating to see this because I think KD is going to be out, and so it looks like Giannis is going to be the leading vote getter. But I think LeBron might lose this year because he always had the element of going first and being able to get like a, a KD, I mean, a student, a KD or Giannis or KD and Steph. It's going to be very interesting because his first pick got to be AD. Okay. You got to pick your teammate first, okay, Kim. But tell me you didn't love captains LeBron and KD alternating picks live on TNT two or three days before. I, this is probably going to be live. Okay. Right. I, I got it, but it gave you several days to sort of hype the rosters right. and, and break it down. And, and now it's right before game time. Maybe they should have tried this with the NFL, the Pro Bowl. Have the leading vote getters pick their teams up or do this in baseball. I don't know. You, you don't like it? I don't like it. So you'd rather have them go ahead and pick it like on Thursday. So, pick so we can come out here the next day and see what we got. <laughs> well, right? Hey, pretty next year they're going to be skins and It'll shirts. It'll be a fun <laughs> experiment, guys. We're out of time. That's it for us. We're back tomorrow. 